0: Why do you always have to be a knob end? Like, why do you have, do you strive? Like, okay, my asshole, my asshole level is down. I need to boost it up somewhere, somehow. So I'll just be an asshole just to be an asshole. I don't think I'm an asshole. Oh, okay. That's what the mirror tells you?
1: I'm just a nice, I'm, I'm an average nice guy. Right. From a small town in Finland, village in
2: Finland. Nitro is the glory.
0: Yes, indeed, Nitro is the glory, but E buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 80 of the No Name RC podcast. That's right, Ochenta, Eight, We are 80, 20 away from 100. Will we make 100 this year? I'm pretty sure we will. Uh, thank you for everybody to everybody that tuned in and shared last week's podcast with Madman Marco Barufla It was a great chat with him. Uh, a, a better... In, uh, Inside look into the, the man behind the radio that everybody is, uh, the misunderstood man behind the radio that is Marco Barufalo. Great young man, lots of talent, and he is going to be a force to reckon with in the coming years. And uh, thank you to everybody that shouted out to us for our, our new sponsorships. I greatly appreciate that. And uh, hey, I just want to say what's up to and shout out to all of the NNRC. Around the world, and NRC squad, what's up? Thank you guys for your support. None of this is possible without you guys. Big shout out to our patrons on Patreon who go the extra mile. Uh, that Patreon money helps pay bills here, and now we have this new office. We're actually coming to you live—not live, but you know, it, it's Friday morning we're recording this. Uh, but from the new studio, like it's halfway done. So I'll talk more about that in a minute. And I want to shout out to our awesome sponsors, man, that support this podcast, which are RCMX Online, Techno RC, which brings you the main interview this week. Again, we will be getting back to the call-ins next week, hopefully with uh, Wally. I've got some cool stuff, now that I have good internet to, to do things differently. JQ Racing, Beach RC, BK Servos, Papa Willy's Traction Tonic, Manscaped, and of course, Rob's Oil, your supplier for all your AMS Oil needs. Thank you to all of our awesome sponsors, our supporters, and of course, our Patreons on Patreon. So, anyway, I got Joseph on the line. Let's see what he's up to. Well, he's probably sorting something out. Joseph, are you there? Yeah. Is that your Hitachi? Yeah, I mean, your, your electric yeah. drill? Yep. We got to do smoker's noise. <laughs> When uh, Mike Hill first came to his house and was wrenching on his car, like at 6 in the morning woke, woke Smoker oh,
1: up. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He was pretty mad.
0: Yeah, he was mad. <laughs> One thing I've learned about smokers, like, you do not wake him up. Like, he has such a weird sleep schedule, and he sleeps down on the couch all the time. It's weird. Like, yeah. Like, we we're literally like to get up early and get a shower or we're sneaking around, like, SAS or Navy SEAL operatives. Trying to get a shower and not make any noise And at that house, everything, like, there's no Insulation in houses in in that house So everything's heard All over the place, and of course my snoring Was heard throughout the whole house um, Of course Oh man, it's getting bad, what's going on man? How are you? What you been up to? Busy Yeah? Busy doing what?
1: Yeah You know, I was listening to your uh, Opening there, mm-hmm. that you know, Patreon. Patreon is actually a game changer. Patreon is like crowd crowdfunding in a sense. Everyone pays a bit, and amazing shit can get done.
0: Yeah, and you withdrew and your ten I bucks just, from I there. I was just
1: thinking about it because I've been doing this guide guide book. It's actually going to be a real book for a while now. And recent, like in the recent week or so, I've like tried to do a like thin really finish a chapter a day I left the hardest ones to to last because when I write it down I need to know that it's it's right because otherwise it's sort of my reputation or my it's it's on me if I get it wrong so I need to be sure about all the stuff I write and it's not easy to it's first of all some things are hard to understand completely and then also, to explain it so it's simple, someone else. Oh fuck. So yeah, yeah, it's quite it's been quite challenging, but I'm pretty happy with how it is, how it's coming together. And
0: can we stop sorting out screws? Thinking, up? Like
1: without 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 Patreon, there's no way I would do this. Because the support from the people on Patreon mean means that I can pay someone to do the illustrations for it and I can make it into an actual book and then sell it. And hopefully enough people buy it to where it was sort of worth it. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge that. Okay, so you write this book. Does it, it affect car sales? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's it's impossible really to measure measure that. But at least if there's a physical book and you can sell some and you can
0: sort of Well, you know, you know, first off, speaking of Patre- something Speaking of Patreon, I noticed that you withdrew your $10 a month the uh, d- d- donation to my Patreon. So now I'm going to take yeah, my You're t-
1: doing you're doing uh, good enough now, so uh-huh. I d- I don't need to. I just pay think you double.
0: I just think you're being cheap like uh, so I'm going to withdraw my 2 bucks from your Patreon now.
1: Oh, really? You yeah. had two bucks
0: then. Yeah, I've been paying for over a year. I've been paying you to pay myself. Isn't that awesome?
1: That's awesome.
0: I know. It's only you would think of something. But anyway, really.
1: I I had $10 on you, so yeah. you were still
0: getting I, eight. I paid for two years. Okay. Okay. Um, Speaking of, yeah. of crowdfunding and Patreon, I, I really appreciate our patrons. Um, I was up last night recording our podcast. Our podcast this week is like a youth conference. Uh, actually I got the idea from Joey Bordon he's like I think we should get a group of young racers together and we just talk about RC so it was um, Joey, Bordon, David Olsen, Brendan Schimmel, Camden Lime, Cody, Hot Sauce Watson, Ashton and oh man I'm probably forgetting somebody it was six of them so let me just let me just go back here so we had yeah, Brennan, Cody, Joey, Ashton, Camden, David. It was supposed to be CJ was supposed to be involved, and we were trying to get one of Mason, uh, the fuller kids to get involved. But it's pretty cool because all of these these young racers, young men, the youngest was 14, the oldest was 18. They're all really decent racers, up-and-coming racers. Obviously, I think Camden is the more experienced of them all. And it was just, you know, just an hour-long chat with them to see what they thought about RC and, you know... Um, yeah, then it was like, they're all going to PMB, so it was like a just whole smack talk. It, rem- it reminds like, when Greg and Richard Saxton and all those guys get together at a race and they all start uh, smack talking to each other, and I told them, I said, if you guys are still racing RC cars 15 years from now, this is you're going to be just like Degani and these guys talking smack in, you know, in the, well, you know, just it's just fun to see. So they got a little bet going on, and they're all going PMB, and it's going to be cool to see how that that goes for them. So I want to thank those guys for coming on. As you know, here in the at the NNRC and myself, I believe that the youth are the future. So we keep pushing the, yes, the demographic that we have is the forty plus class. Of course, the older guys are are the, where the money is, but we need to also push these young kids to to race because without without them coming up behind, we're gonna lose. Like we're not gonna like yeah, we have these these old guys racing, but we're gonna die or you know. Just get out of it. But these young these young racers are important. So thanks for those guys for coming on. And just something different. Something different. So it was really difficult. Like not difficult, but it was difficult to coordinate with six different different guys. And then like just we had to we didn't have that many questions, but it was it was a good chat before, man. They I think these are the guys that's gonna take our sports slash hobby into that next level one day. Hopefully.
1: That's the goal. Maybe maybe they can do it with the guidebook.
0: Yes, maybe they, they can, can
1: they can buy the guidebook and read it and then well, dial see, in you're their always cards.
0: trying to sell stuff, man. Always trying to sell stuff. Always trying to sell stuff. By the way, I'm
1: trying to finish it now by the end of this month so it's finally done. Then then uh, the illustrations like first couple of weeks of August and then get it printed. So hopefully it would be done by the end of September. That'd be really good.
0: By the way, um And then if people actually buy
1: it we can put some money towards making an app and
0: mm-hmm. you sound really excited yeah. about this. So how how far away, how far out is it from being finished?
1: I just told you. I said hopefully by the end of September. Oh, okay.
0: Be, I didn't hear that. Sorry.
1: End of this month the text and then mid-August the uh, illustrations and then print it.
0: Books are always good. They're handy to, to carry. And, and read. An app an app to go with it will be great as well. So. Yeah.
1: But that requires a developer and
0: mm-hmm. some money. Yeah. It always... But an app would... I mean, an app would definitely be good. Imagine
1: you can be at... There's so much you can do with a good setup app. You can be at the track and you need some ideas for certain situations and you can just type it in there and also you can have track data there, store information. It, it would be... It would be a really helpful tool. Mm -hmm. And then also it would have the theory in there. So not just ideas. Then you can go back and read about whatever thing you are thinking about. Read the chapter on that or the most important things about it. Yeah, it would be really good.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I finally ordered up me some kits from you. Um, People may think I just get kits whenever I want. Or stuff here, but I, I haven't. I still actually have my first original car that I bought from you. I have had kits, but um, I ended up like giving them like to, to like I had my, my last nitro kit. I ended up giving it to uh, to Mike because of all of what he he helps out and um, you know. And then my, my e-, e buggy that I got from you conversion a while ago, many years ago. I ended up letting another guy race it at PNB, and I just I don't even know who has it now. But I did order up two kits. An all white car that I wanna put up on the on the on the wall. Did you see did you like that wall of cars that I have here in the studio? It looks pretty cool, isn't it?
1: Yeah, not bad.
0: Yeah, so that's gonna be like the backdrop for the videos there. Um, so an all white car. I've always liked that that white look like that you always had. And um, that's just gonna get built and put on a shelf and then an e buggy. So I can, you know, we're kinda of getting back to racing here. Well guys are going to the track. So maybe I'll get done and run some laps with them. And I'll eventually get another nitro buggy. But as usual, you have to like to make things hard for me. And that's why I don't order things from you that much. So just hurry up and get my stuff sent. And send the proper, proper uh, invoice, please. All right? Nope? All right. Good stuff. Um, uh, two cool stories before we go on uh, and do a little bit of news. There isn't much news out. But we had an election here this past weekend in the DR. Oh, Monday, it was nuts, her. Oh, my gosh. The party was on. It's crazy. We're going to have a change of government here. This government got into power, like, in 2000, did four years, and then it's been out. I've only known this current government that's in. <clears throat> but August 16th, they change over. Um, new president, new government. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So, anyway, the current government lifted the whole quarantine uh, a week before the election. Oh, my I- I'm just sorry. Like I was behind some, like they had these big caravans of like all week before the election, like just thousands of people just running around, like sitting on top of, I sent a picture like three girls sitting on top of a Jeep, waving flags, no masks, people sharing. Oh wow. That was a loud bike that went cross. sharing, um, drinks and all this type of stuff. And all I'm thinking is, Oh man, the cases of COVID are going to be so high in two weeks time. Anyway, so that's going on. <clears throat> but previously, so they were lifting the, they lifted the quarantine a day before, I mean, a week before that. And so as much as I praise, like, living here, I love it. Some things do get on my nerves, and I always talk about the open-air corruption that this country has. So uh, I was going back and forth, I think it was two weeks, not this Saturday, but the Saturday before that. Um, I was doing something. I was going to the bank, and I came back home, and I went back, and the police were doing checks and they were doing extra hard checks, like stopping everybody. And I was like, what the heck's going on? So I got stopped. And I'm in my private car, no mask on. And the guy's like, oh, where's your mask? I said, it's right here. Oh, you need to put your mask on. I said, but I'm driving my car by myself. Like, oh, no, well, I'm just going to take you to the police station. I'm like, what? Oh, and then they just started going on and all this type of stuff. And then I'm like. What the f- like, And then I couldn't think, like, why, why was this all about? And I, then he called over his sergeant and said, oh, you like to fight? You want to fight? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, and it's been so long since I've been, like, just shook down by the police, right? So I'm looking at the guy, and I'm saying, I know you. And he goes, yeah, you know me? I said, yeah, I used to work here in Cabaret, like, when he was just starting out. And then we got talking. I said, yeah, I used to come up to my uncle's house all the time and ask for money. Who's your uncle? I said, Kim. He used to live up by there. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's my friend. Blah, blah, blah. I actually think this cop actually shot my uncle by mistake, back in the day. I know that's a crazy story, but um,
1: there were... It's a story uh, for another day.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's pretty simple. It was an accidental shooting. Like, he shot at them, because there was, like, people breaking into the houses up there, and, and they were chasing the people breaking into the houses. He, my uncle thought they were thieves. They shot back. The bullets ricocheted and hit him in his feet. Um, uh, it was crazy times back then, man. I got pure stories about that. So I ended up, he ended up knowing it's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. You know, I gave him 100 pesos and all this stuff, and, and we went off. And I was like, man, they were really aggressive, really aggressive, unusually aggressive. And then my wife's like, yeah, because tomorrow is like they can't really bother you. Like, you know what I mean? So they're looking for, like, after the, the quarantine is up, they can't bother you for not having a mask and all this type of stuff. So they're trying to make all the money that they can today. I was like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense.
1: It's like when I was living in the Philippines, the cops kept stopping me because I was driving, obviously, they look oh, there's a foreigner driving, so they stopped me for always for some like ridiculous reason,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then just basically asking for my license and I don't have a local license, then that's the excuse. that's how mm-hmm. they can get me, okay, and then they uh. Basically just want to get bribed.
0: Yeah, that's how it is here too. Oh yeah,
1: and you just pay them some money. When, once I figured, got the like running rates, what am I supposed to pay? <laughs> then that's it. Like every time you just get away like that.
0: But I can, you know yeah, what? I can annoying. deal with that open air, open air corruption. Like I know this is what they're stopping me for. This is what they want. And I, I'm good with that. Like I'm, I'm re- I really am good with that. And I just know, but they were just super aggressive and it just, I was like, well, why? And then my wife told me, so there we go. And another little story, um, non RC related, but it is RC related. So, you know, I'm kind of been in this, I'm into this GI Joe thing now, collecting GI Joe's, um, and stuff like that. And I've, I've met a few RC guys that are into it as well. We've become friends. So, they have these different groups and they have these auctions. Like they put figures up for sale and you can, you can claim or you can bid on them. So I, I participated in a few, get me like one or two figures. I, you get them cheap. They're in good shape. So uh, I bought like a few, like two figures from this dude, 20 bucks. I think it was for, for both of them, 25 of shipping. So it's amazing because these things were three bucks back in the day. Uh, but you know, this is back in the day. So I'm looking at, I'm talking to the guy on messenger And we have one friend in common. And it's, remember uh, Brian Stunkel from Myrtle Beach? Yeah, we met him at Fall that we went to, and then we ended up going out to dinner and drinks that night. And that night you got chased in the bathroom by those crazy overweight drunk women.
1: Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, that was so funny. Uh, I do remember that because he still owes me for a Reds engine.
0: Oh, gosh, I knew you was going to say that. Anyway. Well,
1: it's true, isn't
0: it? Come on. Sometimes you got to let it go. Um, no, you don't. It's, it's, see? I can't. I can't even
1: tell what? a proper... It's not my fault. I, you, you owe just, me since two years for an engine. There. What's wrong with that? If anyway. he doesn't want to owe me for an engine, he can pay. Okay. It's
0: simple. Okay. This is not to begrudge your... your this is not a debt collection podcast, okay? But can I finish my story? Can I finish my story? So I met him. I, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, hey, do you know, uh, do you know this dude? And he's like, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I, I work with him. Like, we, we, we drive cranes together. And I'm like, dude, I know him. Like, and then I start talking to him. I was like, yeah, I met him at there, blah, blah, blah. Then I messaged Brian, and then he, he ended up messaging his belly. He like, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's selling some GI Joe's to my, to Keenan. I know him, blah, blah, blah. And the guy actually gave me an extra figure for free. So just my point would be a very small world. Uh, life is about who you know. I always say this: it's who you know in life. And I just happened to to see this guy, and he was a friend with a guy that I that we know. And like it's just amazing, just a small, small, small world, really small.
1: So money, yeah, money helps, but definitely who you know mm-hmm. is a bigger help in many things.
0: Yes, sir yes sir well we did 18 minutes of rambling on um maybe we should talk there isn't much rc news but it's going to be bought to you by manscaped because now manscaped is a partner of the no name rc podcast i recently purchased my so Have
1: people actually bought it with yeah. your code or something yes we have you managed certainly. yes
0: i need to sell i need to sell a few more but we have sold quite a few and uh yeah you can uh you can get yourself a lawnmower three or a whole whole bowl kit that they sell it comes with um a pair of boxes a shirt, some deodorant for your nuts um some moisturizer some uh, deodorant yeah, for yeah, the nuts yeah after you shave it it's like an aftershave for your nuts um oh my it's good stuff man uh nice little uh, box that came with a little like a little travel carry bag that you can carry all over the place in fact I used my my Lawnmower 3.0 yesterday to trim up my beard, make it look nice. I haven't been to the I can I have washed it. It's waterproof. It, it is waterproof. Um yeah. but basically like manscaping is the new thing. Joseph, I don't know if you do it, but um you need more than manscaping, actually. But basically, this lawnmower 3.0, my wife uh shorn me the other day. Well, I talked about it in the last podcast. And, you know, I'm, I'm used to getting shorn, but I always kind of get nervous when, when we get down to my, my ball area because, you know, I don't, I, I really like nicking my nuts or cutting your nuts is not really a fun thing. as Or the shaft. If you do it on the shaft, it's, it's even worse, you know. But, hey, it puts you out of commission for a while because just everything just hurts. It's sweaty, you know, it's uncomfortable. So she has successfully shorn my nut sack and my, my private areas without... Cutting it without nicking my nuts. She cut through the jungle and found my manhood. So I'm happy about that. Um, Yeah, but check out Manscaped. You can go to www.manscaped.com. Check out the new Lormore 3.0. It's a third generation trimmer, which features cutting edge ceramic blades. You can also, the good thing about this is you can buy replacement blades when when your blades get uh, dull. Um, It's water resistant. So I've washed it, literally. It's got a little LED light, which really helped me when I was uh, shaving my beard her the other day. And I'm sure it helped my wife when she was shaving and getting into those deep crevices that she had to get into. Uh,
1: <laughs> you know, that reminds me. You know what we need to do now? We yeah. need to get you on a mountain bike so that you can actually see what your manhood looks like now that it's so nice and shaved.
0: Uh, <laughs> very funny. Um, they, <laughs> I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah, I know you are. They also it also has a seven thousand upgraded seven thousand RPM quiet stroke technology motor, and it has a really cool docking stand that you just plug in, put it in there, and let it charge. And I'll tell you what, man, it's worth it. So, if you want to get an, all groomed up and do something special for your special person in your life, go to www.manscape.com. Use promo code in all caps the no name. No, sorry, no name in all caps. And you will save 20% off your order and you get free shipping. So don't hesitate. Cut through the jungle and find your manhood and get yourself a normal 3.0. Joseph, you should get yourself one too. So send me one. You send me one. You saw like my buddy the other day. Just send me one. So RC news. Um, the, nothing really. I mean, the biggest news for me was I know you don't care about this type of stuff, but. Uh, Pro-Line is releasing a Barracuda body for the no-prep drag scene.
4: You're this, right. I don't care. But I'll tell
0: you what, Joseph. This, this genre of RC is growing extremely. And it's a great crossover genre. Lots of off-road guys are doing it. And I hope... Drag
1: racing is the dumbest thing ever. And I, I don't even mean just RC drag racing.
0: No, I, I hate... I, I, I absolutely disagree with you on that. Drag racing is no, awesome. No, it's awesome, and RC it's, drag racing is even better. Awesome. Oh, whatever. I mean, you're you're entitled to your opinions, even though they suck and they stink like your manhood. Um, but the new Barracuda Pro Line Barracuda body looks good. Tom Renderkernick has sneaked a pick of the new.
1: What was that? What was that surname? name?
0: Renderknech. That's his name. Rinder Connect. Rinderneck. neck. Rinder neck.
1: Tom Rinderneck He needs neck. to call in and solve this.
0: Yeah, we do. Uh leaked a picture of the Drink new a ding. <laughs> re- released a picture of the new Losi TLR eight XT Truggy. He's doing some sneak pictures. And the most important news of all, Joseph, Hootie has released another hard case stopwatch. Oh wow. Yeah. Big news there, buddy. Big news. That's amazing. Big news. All about that stopwatch.
1: You know what? I I actually watched uh, Come Drive With Us. That's a series. Corey Douchebag from Canada makes it. There we go. Um, The Perth Worlds I watched. I I completely forgot how close that uh, 1-8 final I was in was. It was. Uh, it actually came down to the last lap. You know what's funny? Like I was watching it. I know what happened, but I got. I got all nervous, <laughs> excited towards the end. Fuck! I must be insane.
0: Well, what happened? Why did you get nervous? I mean, I was out. I was in a bump,
1: then I was out of a bump. I mean, I crashed in some stupid place. I lost a lot of time. And I was catching up, and then right towards the end. Uh, Tanner Denny flamed out, and then I was in fourth, and I I, I don't even know if I realized that the guys in fifth, probably sixth, two, were right behind me, and then, like, last lap, it came down to the last lap, I was in fourth, and then uh, Skidmore was behind me, and yeah, last lap, he crashes on the triple, right behind, like, cartwheels over my car, basically,
3: mm-hmm. I
1: finished fourth, and... And he was fifth, so I got the last bump. I I forgot that it was that close.
0: I won't uh, have to go rewatch it, to be honest. Yeah, it was pretty good. So, um, a couple of other things. Uh, I was talking. I saw in um, this happened a couple of weeks ago, but in Norway, they had a TV crew come in and and do a production of their touring nitro touring car um, racing that they do up there. Um. Uh, I actually talked to Andrews, Anders Mikkelsen, so he was telling me all about it. I might I'll probably get him here on the podcast to talk about it. But basically, I, I think this is... In, in Finland, it's the same. They treat um, RC car racing as part of the Sports Federation or Motorsports motor Federation. I know in Norway they do, because remember, Daniel Kobovic was stopped from racing, and then we had that big thing with Maulin Mylin and the Sports Federation or Motorsports Federation. But basically, they they kind of f- found RC racing and they sent 23 crew members and seven cameras to video this stuff. Um, I would, it was a lot more involved than that. And Anders was telling me about it and it's pretty good stuff. Um, it was aired on the Norwegian on a Norwegian TV channel. It's been streamed. Um, I'm going to get him on her to talk more about it, but that's a lot of crew and a lot of cameras. And that's pretty cool. That's exposure that we need.
1: What were they filming?
0: Uh, Uh, Nitro 10 scale touring car In Norway Oh okay So, But imagine all that crew And 7 cameras And for RCGP we had like 3 people And 2 cameras No more than 2 cameras Pretty amazing isn't it Yeah man And um I was talking to Rob Isaac He's a famed wolf and he's also got the USRC like it's a Like a racing series uh, on the East Coast as well, he's got this new another race series which is FX. Uh, I want to say FX. I, I, I'll have him on the podcast next week, but they're having a race this week of the US the USRC run. Actually, Ryan Lotz is getting back and he's going out to race it, and they're going to have um, a film crew from Motor Trend, which is a, a big a big production like you know um, series. It's like a weekly series thing on in america is this
1: going to be a problem
0: yes it most definitely is a problem if i hear that one more time i'm going to take that electric drill and shove it where the sun doesn't shine the next time i see you really yes stop it um
1: wait you said if you hear it one more time there you go now you heard it twice so you don't need to do that anymore But you know what? There's one more gearbox screw here.
0: Okay. There
1: we go. Thank you. I'm all good now.
0: Okay. All right. So we finished with your electric drill? Yep. Okay. I sold a car. Well, I'm happy for you. Can I finish my story? So, anyway, Mototrend sending a crew to film this. So, that's going to be really cool, too. And this is going to get, should get, Airtime on this Motor Trend uh series that they do every it's a like a TV show that they do. So was talking to Rob, he's all excited about it. Um like I said, anything, any exposure that we can get from RC, I'm all about. Uh, I'm just so waiting for driven. Um I was talking to David about it the other day.
1: Oh yeah, um, I saw another draft, it's pretty good. Oh yeah. Yep. Matt uh Matt did uh has done a great job to tell stories and introduce the drivers i mean we had this idea all along but with how hectic it was at least my worry was that there wasn't really enough footage to tell stories but man they've been able to capture quite a bit and also i mean every race whenever i saw something happen i would just film stuff also just to get footage so it can be edited in like some, some two people have an argument or something happens and you actually have footage of them arguing. Even if they aren't arguing at that moment, you have the footage, you know? So you have, you just, it's crazy how much footage you need to then be able to tell a story. Well, well, I mean, look at at least the first episode. I know that. Well, let's be realistic.
0: I know you like the 5150 movies, uh, documentaries, right? I will be honest. Like we've watched that dude. He is busy. He is all over the place. He's filming. He's nonstop, and he does it all on his own. Um, and he gets a, a shit ton of footage at a race. And it takes him about uh, about a about eight months to a year to do a to do a a production. I think. But I will give him this. His his production quality is really great. The footage that he gets is really good. And um, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. So now imagine four races, four different countries, and a whole entire series storyline so it's it's so much work for and with so and you got to remember that most of these oh oh that's the other thing i forgot to talk about oh my 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 rc my rc uh reality show audition but i'll t- tell you that in a minute what yeah yeah i'll tell you about
1: that oh is i got some email about this yeah right? you're
0: supposed to answer her
1: but no, uh, you you told me about it, but she never emailed me.
0: Oh, okay. So anyway, um, it's a lot of work that goes into these 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 documentaries, man. So I'm just so excited for Driven. Honestly, like, I just can't wait for it to come out.
1: So anyway, tell me about your Okay, so what is it? uh, It's some complete bullshit because that's what I think it's going to be.
0: Well, well, she apparently it's from Blast Films. They're based out of the UK. Uh, She's, she was named, she's named Stephanie. Actually, JB was the one who told me about it. Um, They contacted, they're just contacting people, like mostly in America. So they contacted somebody that contacted JB. JB did like an audition and talked to her. And then he sent her my way and we we did a, a phone chat. And then we did a Skype like audition for about 45 minutes for an hour. And basically what they're trying to do, they're looking. They don't really know anything about RC. They don't know anything about RC. They just have this idea about building cars and having following characters and racing and different, like, well, what if we race in a desert or on the Grand Canyon or something like that? And, you know, that's what I'm just like, yeah, like they yeah, sounds pretty shit to me. Well, they don't know what they're doing, but it's a reality. Exactly. They, it's, it's not. And I, I sent up stuff of RCGP and all that stuff. But basically what they're looking for is is characters. They're, they're making a pitch to pitch to the main studio and try and get this going. So, I haven't heard back from them. Um, JB hasn't heard back from them. But they, they, she messaged everybody, man. And some people thought it was a hoax. Except me. Yeah, well, I told her about you. But even then, she must have figured out that you're an asshole. So, um,
1: Well, at least a character.
0: Yeah, I told her. At least your character. That's for sure.
1: I wouldn't do it, though.
0: Of course that's you would. That's their idea. Yeah, but why wouldn't you do it? Because, because it isn't your idea? Jesus.
1: No, because it sounds pretty terrible to me.
0: Man, you you're such a I idiot,
1: mean the I haven't honestly I don't think I've ever seen a good reality TV thing like that. Those things suck. It's horrible.
0: Hey man, can you just let me finish my story, please? Okay, go ahead. So, we did the whole audition. It was like I said, they just don't know really much, but they're just trying to get things together to pitch. So, we'll see <laughs> if anything comes out of this. And um yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll see a reality TV show. Maybe I'll be on it. Maybe JB will be on it. Who knows? But basically they want people who are gonna you know, just make exciting TV I guess. So it doesn't really matter if you're a pro or, or whatnot. They just want people who's gonna be like smack talking and, and go racing and you know, just yeah, you would actually Yeah, they
1: do- should get like test men on there and and uh, who else? Exciting characters, you know.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that was going around for a little while. So, yeah. I don't know if anything's going to come out of it. I haven't heard anything since then. So we shall see.
1: No, we nothing's shall... coming out of it. Oh,
0: man, tell you right You're yeah, always so negative, man. Honestly, like, I like I, I really. I'm not negative. I'm
1: being realistic.
0: It's no. It's just lack of love in your life, man. Lack of love. Lack of love and you must have been strangled by the umbilical cord. Seriously. Anyway. You know what time it is, Joseph? It is. Do we have anything else to Uh, talk about? It's time
1: to end the podcast. We're done.
0: No. It's time for the Beach RC Bench Racing Q&A segment. So beachrc.com the racers one-stop online hobby shop choose from all the popular
4: brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service beachrc.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet beachrc.com is the exclusive distributor for ultimate racing jq racing pro circuit racing tires nitro lux fuels and assault
1: rc performance products so fill up your cart and check out at beachrc.com
0: today and thank you to beach rc for sponsoring the bench racing q and a segment of the podcast beach rc is a brick and mortar hobby shop it has a track. They have the Masters of uh, uh, dirt. dirt coming up here in October. Actually, I think Brent a little bit. I think they said that they rescheduled the 10 scale uh, Nats on that same date. I have to check, but okay. if they it did, it's. I co- have a question. Can, no, can I finish my spiel, please, first? No. Uh,
1: has this segment been called Bench Racing Segment all along?
0: Uh, no, I made this up like two weeks ago.
1: Okay, that I was thinking because I never heard it before. And then I'm like, Do you like it? Am I saying,
0: Do you like it? Or because I mean, it's
1: not bench tracing it. Well, I guess people could ask questions which would be bench Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, if you would have thought of it, you would have been like, Oh, it's the best idea ever.
1: Oh, just I only really have good ideas. So
0: that's (sighs) my do you do you look in the mirror? Do you have one of those mirrors that tell you you're the best all the time? Like, no, I don't need. You no, look no, no, no. in the mirror and say, "Who's the best in the world? You are. You are Beaker. You are Josie. Who's the best violin no. player ever? You are. I was average. <laughs> Who's the best e- goalie ever to be produced in Finland? You were.
1: No, I'm the best Facebook triggerer. Yeah. I'm retired
0: now. Yeah, but your, your, your triggerees, they miss you. They miss you. But thank you to Beach RC for bringing this part of the uh, podcast. Check out beachrc.com. You can use our affiliate link. Uh, helps us out a bit. Um, check Lucas and Brent out. Uh, they, 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 hit, they hit RC from all angles. They have a great track, great hobby shop, well-stocked, great online presence, and they, they travel to races. You know, they're getting ready for p and next week. Which is going to be pretty awesome. We should make some. Uh, we should probably make some uh, predicament uh, predicaments predictions for that race after we do this. So anyway, let's get onto some now of who's these. Who's going?
1: We don't even know. I'm
0: got it up on RC sign up right now, actually. So we'll have a look at it. Okay. First question is from Mike Woods. What's up, Mike? He wants to know how does Ackerman adjust, and how do you adjust Ackerman? And, and why? When to change position and whatnot? Why would you adjust and when would you adjust your Ackerman position of your steering rods?
1: Mike Scott Wood. Asking about rods. Um,
0: well. So. And he says, JQ doesn't have to be a Ackerman dick plate. and you and you go out and be a dick right away. What? He says, JQ doesn't have to be a dick and you be a dick right away.
1: See, I knew he said that. <laughs> uh, so, Ackerman, on the Ackerman plate, you you can move the link forwards and backwards. Now, typically, for example, on the Black Edition, and I think Kiyosha the same, um, probably most cars with this system is the same. So, when you move the link forward, initial steering will be a bit smoother. But the thing that you really notice is you have more steering mid to exit in the corner. So it kind of feels like more overall steering when you have, when you move that link forward on that Ackerman plate. Then when you move the link backwards, you have more initial steering, but then less mid to exit. So on a loose track. If you need more steering, you move it forward. On a high-grip track, if your car is nervous and aggressive and too much steering, you actually move it back. Yes, I said that you have a bit more initial steering, but the thing is that after that, the car kind of pushes a bit. So on a high-grip track, it's actually easier normally if you move the link backwards because after the initial steering, it will push, and it won't sort of hook and feel uh, nervous and edgy. So that's the in, inner setting. And then for me at least, I find that I, I don't really change the link on the inside too much. I, I tend to keep that in what I think is the best location. But what I do change is the out, outer Ackerman setting. So on the steering knuckles, we have these usually carbon plates that we can change. And then what the plates do is, they either lengthen the steering link or shorten the steering link. Sometimes they move it forwards or backwards too, but the main thing is the length of that link. So a longer plate results in a shorter steering link, link, and that will make the car the smoothest around neutral. So you have uh, less initial steering, but then you have good steering mid to exit of the corner. So this 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 is typically the easiest setting because the steering is so smooth. But then the problem is on a let's say a loose track, you have a tight corner and you just the car just pushes in that corner. You can't get it to rotate quick, you don't have enough steering. So tight hip in these kind of sections you're struggling in. Then if you go to a shorter plate, so a longer link that will give you that steering you need in tight sections. So you have more steering in tight corners with that. The downside is you have more initial steering. So the steering around neutral will be more aggressive. So you have to find a balance where you have the initial steering is still comfortable for you and you have enough steering in those tight corners. So does that answer... Mike Mike Scott Wood's question.
0: That answers Michael Wood's question, you dickhead. Why you always got to um, be a, why do you I'm the one that has wood. Why do you always have to be a knob end Like why do you have do you strive like okay, my asshole, my asshole level is down. I need to boost it up somewhere somehow. So I'll just be an asshole, just to be an asshole.
1: I don't think I'm an asshole. Oh, okay.
0: That's what the mirror tells you.
1: I'm just a nice, I'm, I'm an average nice guy. All right. From a small town in Finland, village in Finland.
0: Will Cunningham, he's a JQ driver, and we seem to get a lot of these questions about our, the e-buggies, but I think I know the reason why. Last weekend, my e-buggy seemed to want to nosedive very easily on some of the bigger jumps. What are some of the things to check? I have HB Yellow Springs, 550 up front, 500 in the rear, ride height 32, 33, 31 in the rear, Everything was kit set up besides that. Um, Can I answer this a little bit too? And you can verify.
1: Well, you know, actually it's Friday and on Fridays, I don't answer e-buggy questions.
0: But you can confirm if I'm right. Well, the e-buggy is heavier, number one, right? And a lot of people get this confused because our cars come with 1.2 pistons in the front and 1.4 in the back. So we actually run reverse oils. So we would run the heavier oil in the rear and the lighter oil up the front. So at first I see that's a mistake. He's got I think he's got too light of oil in his rear shocks. He needs to go heavy. Oh he needs to go to like I don't know, what's your running pistons now? Is it still 1.25, 1.35 in the rear? Or
1: yeah, we've been running seven, one point two five front, seven, one point three five rear
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the oils probably well depends on the temperature exactly. but like 500 front 450 rear or if it's hot then 550 500
0: right but i think 500 oh. is too soft and, and that's another thing I, I don't know where he was what the temperature was like but it's it's hot so that's where you got to go up in oil and just like the e-buggies are heavier like yes a lot of the the setup questions transfer over to to the um to the e-buggies from the nitro cars. But the nitro car is a little bit lighter than the e-buggy. And, you know, with the motor and everything and, the, you know, where it is and near the back and all that stuff, you guys got to compensate and go a little heavier, and especially when it's hot. And, yeah, I just think that's one of the things people overlook as well. And, and sometimes you just got to – you never know. The drum might be different from last week, you know? That's another thing people have to, have to realize. There may be an extra – A bump in there or or something That's causing the car to do it You know, I don't know if it's the same Track that he was at or or whatever So check those things And Did
1: he say his ride height was like over 30
0: 31 in the rear, yeah
1: Yeah, I think it's a bit too high Front Like 27 Rear 28, you know, That's, that's Fine, you don't need to go Higher than that, I think
0: Okay well, thank you, Will, for the question. I hope that uh, helps you out. And uh, if you have any questions, you can always ask me or ask um, in the group. Got plenty of people to help you out there. Okay, let's see. We have we have quite a few questions this week. We have another question. This is all coming from JB's Southeast uh, Facebook page. Or everybody can ask a question besides JB. Kyle Neary, if JQ was to hire a high caliber winning a high caliber winning level driver what would a salary be around and what and do chassis manufacturers know and other ba- brand drivers contracts and to possibly scoop them up
1: well the salary would have to be what they get paid now i guess mm-hmm. pretty much i mean most drivers they get about between 1500 and three thousand dollars a month, I think.
0: For the chat for the all
1: the drivers fit in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I drivers that are capable of winning any big race.
0: Right. But that's I just for the car, chassis.
1: Chassis manufacturer, you have to pay them one thousand five hundred to three thousand dollars a month. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. And then that's not it. Then you also have to pay travel.
3: Mm-hmm. Contingency. The travel
1: builds up pretty quick because you need a mechanic in nitro. So, I mean, the travel budget can easily be $20,000 a year. So yeah. Don't forget contingency. And yeah. I mean, contingency that depends on the deal, the contract, but probably for the bigger races, you need to have some sort of contingency also. So yeah, it gets with a guy like that you can probably figure that it's gonna cost you like fifty thousand dollars, it will take for a year.
0: Probably you know? more, I would say.
1: Yeah, well f forty, forty to sixty, let's put it like that. Yeah.
0: And then there's some drivers uh but see a lot of people like, well, that's not a lot of money, but you gotta understand that they get they get a, a check from every single sticker that's on their on their car. Every single yeah, sponsor, it, they get a check. I think
1: this is going to change in the future. It's It has to because RC has been really good for the best drivers because they get paid well. I mean, we have to remember that this is RC car racing. They aren't making millions, but they're making good money. But it hasn't been good enough for the companies so these companies who are paying uh, drivers, there's less and less of them now. So th- it, this this whole situation needs to change. Uh, and will change. So if we still want to have professional drivers in the future, then the way these deals are made, the way you know the chassis manufacturer pays for like almost all the travel, and some the other sponsors just pay the driver direct, like these things are going to have to change it's if if we want professional drivers paid drivers then all their sponsors have to kind of pitch in so so the cost of traveling around the world and promoting the products racing winning the cost of that is shared with all these companies and then we can be in a situation where it still makes sense and and drivers are paid but yeah i see some changes coming because like I've said before on here, the only reason it seems like everything's fine, everyone's happy and there are all these pro drivers is it's because rich people have come in with either just wealth that they have or they run another company and are doing tax planning or or something, just you know, playing around in RC, something like that. Like the money is coming from somewhere else and they have a passion for RC and they pay these drivers, you know. So it's not real. It's uh, the situation we're in with all these paid drivers is artificial. Mugen is a real RC company selling RC cars, paying drivers. They pay two drivers in the world. Drake, I don't count him because he works at Mugen USA. You know. Then you have these Maxima, paying Tebow, Cavalieri, Ribkin, Mayfield, all these drivers. Neumann, Robert. That's not realistic. Guys, a multimillionaire, billionaire. I don't know what he is. You know, it's just throwing away money, basically. Infinity, all the money in the world, just well, pay everyone. You know, uh, S works. Also, car dealerships. You know, they have the budget. Just it doesn't matter really. Can we break even? You know, can we build something out of this? Just invest, invest, pay, 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 pay drivers. You know, it's not, it's not real. So, okay, you have it. Now you have some. Inside info on the situation right now in the market. Actually, one more thing. HB, pay two drivers on the Falk Ogden. That's what you can do as an RC company, trying to make a profit, trying to run a real business. Imagine all those brands just stuck to that, one or two drivers. There'd be a number of drivers
0: without a ride. He also asks... Do other companies know when drivers' contracts up and scoop them up? Of course they do, because usually contracts are, what, two years? It depends. Yeah.
1: yeah. Two, two, two. I mean, I think Coilho had an eight-year contract.
0: Okay. So they know, like, and, and these drivers, they start just fishing. Just ask
1: the driver, like, hey, yeah. when's your contract?
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: And... Anyway, someone's here to pick up this car, so let me just get it to them. Okay?
0: Okay. Yeah, so you, you put me on hold for almost an hour just now, man. Yeah. No respect to the do, podcast Do some
1: whatsoever. business.
0: Selling your old Hong Noor Truggy. Man, that's memories right there.
1: Yeah, that was a bonus. They bought the Black Edition and uh, OS Engine Combo. But then ended up buying all kinds of other stuff. Because I was going through, I w- went through the storage here and just dug up all kinds of old stuff. And just selling up all the extra stuff I don't need. So, yeah, it was good. Used oh. car, whole nor, troggy. Bunch of tires, bunch of used tires, like one-run tires. Okay. Also, and all kinds of crap.
0: Good stuff. I, I want one of those black JQ flex fit hats, but large, extra large. Please. Okay. Okay, you can send that in my order now. Back to our questions after you rudely interrupted us and the podcast. So you apologize. Mirror, mirror, I'm mirror, sorry, mirror, you know mirror, mirror on I'm the gonna wall. I'm going to have
1: to put you on hold again. I'm going to close the door.
0: I tell you, I have a new slogan for you. Perfectly new slogan for you. I mean, how long does it take somebody to?
1: Okay, okay. Right.
0: I mean, how long does it take for you to, to close the war?
1: That's how long it took. So long. Okay, so, what's your question?
0: My, Seth, my first question is Are you charging your phone on your laptop again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, stop that right now because it causes static. You know what your new slogan is? Remember how I asked you about that mirror? You remember? It's mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the biggest asshole of them all?
1: What happened now?
0: That's your new slogan. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the biggest asshole of them all? You, JQ. Okay, what's the question? You, JQ. Only you. Um, okay, so this question's coming out of the Positive RC group that I posted this in. And it comes from my good buddy, Adam Ross, up there in Canada, there in Ontario. Really badass track they have. At Otterville, but he's not there this weekend. He's at the uh, dorm off-road track. I was watching a live he was doing. E-buggy question. I will be trying two shorty packs jump together to try and save weight. Is this a good idea, or should I, have, or should I be looking for a four-cell smaller pack? Or have you tried to do this since it allows you to move the weight around quite a bit more? Don't forget, E-buggy pays the bills. Stop, stop charging your An phone. An e
1: car question. Really?
0: Yeah, stop Wait, charging your phone. Just
1: one moment. I need to go get a drink. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So, uh, e-buggy, yeah, shorties are good. If you can get enough runtime with the shorty pack, it's good because you can adjust the weight distribution, and they are lighter. So, anything to make an e-buggy lighter. Have you As things are more overweight than keen?
0: Okay, so, yeah, see, see, mirror, mirror on the wall, told you you can be the biggest asshole of them all, and you are definitely trying to accomplish that today um Are you trying running shorties in your e-bug? Well, you don't even run e Like, have you? Yeah. Even...
1: Back when I uh, went to the European Championships in eight scale e-buggy and fairing Austria mm-hmm. and made the A main, I ran shorties.
0: Mm-hmm. First, uh, there you go, cementing the idea that you are a e-buggy and truggy driver first, and nitro buggy last. That is where your focus should be, because e-buggy pays the bills.
1: I actually have some bills that need pay.
0: Okay. So, let's so I'm
1: just going to forward them to you.
0: Okay. And they won't get okay. paid. Braden Miller, can you explain the difference between a three-shoe and a four-shoe clutch and the pros and cons of both?
1: Well, the good thing with four-shoe clutches is you can run 2 Carbon two aluminium or two softer springs, two harder springs, so it stays balanced. With a three shoe clutch, when you only um, run one different, it's it's not balanced anymore. So know, there's that. Well, typically, I I have felt that the four shoe clutch is maybe because maybe because each each shoes. Uh, contact area with the crotch belt is smaller, so it's more it's more finicky. The, the four shoe clutches I've had they've changed. You know, sometimes they're great, sometimes they're slipping or too aggressive, or you know, depending on how worn out they are or just the conditions. Even the three shoe clutch, it's more consistent and stable for me at least. And also, I have found. Um, that three-shoe clutch to be smoother yet still have uh, enough grab. It, it, it's not slipping, but it's smooth. Do you see what I mean? That you can make it to where it's very smooth and it slips at first, but it does grab. So I, I don't know. They have a different feel. Try them both. I have a, I actually, to be honest, I haven't tried horseshoe crutches now in a while but yeah yeah maybe i should yeah
0: good stuff thank you Braden, for the question uh next question is it's actually a joke by scotty brewer he goes why are tacos depressed because they're always falling apart and jimmy padilla says you need double tortilla i miss tacos i can't wait to get back to california and have some tacos oh yeah
1: Jason, I haven't had tacos
0: in a while. Yeah, like you know, those nice corn tortillas and like all that, um, the onion mixed with um. Oh, what's that that plant called? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. You know, who had great Me- Mexican? That little place up by uh, Thunder Alley. They really had some good burritos there. Jason, oh yeah, yeah, I got one with like um hot Cheetos, and I didn't like it too much. There was too much. Jason Shoyenard. I know I said your name wrong. Jason, any new option parts in the works for the BE? Good question. Hey, Beaker?
1: Uh, Yep. Springs.
0: That's it? Springs?
1: Yeah, that's what we need. We need springs. Normal springs and progressive springs. That's what we have. So what's the difference? we have that. Those uh. 2020 KPI steering knuckles and C hubs—they're back in stock. So,
0: what's the difference between a normal spring and a progressive spring?
1: Normal spring's rate is constant. So, when you pro- let's say you compress it five millimeters, it had it has a certain uh, force. Okay. Uh, you compress it five millimeters more; it adds that same amount to it. Do you do you see what I mean? Yes. What, what I mean, like yes. if you put the spring on a scale and you press down on it, compress it five mil, you can read uh, the scale and see. Okay, so it it the spring compresses with the this force. Let's say it reads. Uh, uh, and these springs that, I have this gauge, Zepin spring gauge, it's called. That's exactly what you do. You put the spring on it, and then you take measurements. So what I do is I do 5 mil increments. Well, with a standard spring, it doesn't matter, because if you know 5 mil, how much the, how much it reads when you compressed it 5 mil, when you compress it the ne- next 5 mil, you just add that number. So it, it stays consistent the whole time, until you... Some springs, maybe if you compress them too much, it gets all messed up, but let's not worry about that. But with a progressive spring, what you can do is you can make it. So initially when you start compressing it, it's soft. So the numbers you read on the scale, they're low. Then it doesn't stay that way for the whole time. So at some point when you compress it, that same five mil distance, for example, you're going to read more, a larger number on the scale. So the force is now growing. Five mil again, it's growing again. And then if you have like a two-stage progressive spring, you can have a soft part of the spring, and then when that soft part is compressed, then it's uh, the force of the spring is according to the hard, stiffer part of the spring. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I kind of just stopped listening to you after a while. Like you do to me, but I get it. I know what you mean. But the
1: idea is that you can, you can make a progressive spring that's soft in certain part, a certain part of the suspension travel and then harder at another part. So for example, above ride height, it's soft. So when you land from a jump, let's say when the wheels hit the ground up until ride height, it's soft. And then after that, it gets
0: hard. How do you accomplish that? You see what I mean? Yeah, but how do you do that with a spring? Like thicker wire or or how does it work? No,
1: so a normal spring that has a constant rate throughout its compression, Mm -hmm. the the gap between each coil is the same.
0: Okay, yes, okay.
1: And on a progressive progressive spring, it's different. So you can make it to where some coils are very close together and that's going to be softer and then, uh when coils are further apart it's stiffer so you can make it so it keeps on getting a bit bigger and bigger and bigger like the distance between the coil gets bigger and bigger and bigger through the whole spring or you can make it so one portion is close together and then another portion is further apart you know so you can Mm -hmm. and you can change how much how big a section of the spring is soft and how big of a section is hard and all that stuff so Yeah, there's surprisingly much you can do with the springs, but it's yeah, it takes a lot of time and effort to design, make the samples, test all that crap.
0: Yeah, I I learned something just now. I never knew that. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, Uh, you can also do it if you change the size of the spring, like the diameter that the wire is wound around. Mm -hmm. So if that if you change the that diameter, that's also changing the spring rate. But it's not really good for us because we don't have typically, we don't have space around our springs on the car. Mm -hmm. So it's better to just change the distance between the coils.
0: Interesting. Cool. Mike Walker, he has a big smile sitting on your lap. I posted a picture from Argentina where you was drunk sitting on my lap after you doused everybody in soda when we was at the banquet there. Okay. Axel, Owen, he asks, more support, set up electronics for the e-buggy black edition, please. He's going to pick up a new kit today. He says, thanks for the pre-replacement parts and Hop-Ops Beach RC. So Axel's pretty excited about getting his black edition e-buggy. I think you need to show some some more e-buggy love too. Really? Is it on the forums? You have e-buggy love on the forums? What forum? that new forum yeah i don't i don't
1: think there's an e-buggy topic
0: maybe you should do a youtube eBuggy love live
1: maybe it's about time you did that i'll think about it no
0: don't think about it just do it okay and congratulations axel on your new car if you have any issues please just contact me contact anybody in this in the jq racing facebook group and they will get you sorted out man Grace Arruda, a.k.a. Salty Joe. I do not know why Salty Joe does not make his own Facebook account and uses his wife's. He wants, He was all excited. He'd done pretty well at a little race they had in Bermuda. Um, <coughs> excuse me. How did you, JQ like the underdrive gears in the rear?
4: Yeah. Um, honestly, I can't
1: remember now. I probably wrote down some notes. I, I honestly, I can't remember. It changes how the car acts off power when you go in a corner, and then when you get on the power, how it acts. So, yeah, it makes a difference, but standard gearing is just uh safer bet always.
0: All right, Salty Joe, thank you for your questions. We have two Instagram questions that we have to finish before we finish this part of the the podcast kb wolf 83 podcast question why do races go by time and not lap laps and how come electrics don't race longer
1: well electrics race longer at some smaller races Mm -hmm. i think but typically it's just because of how the Lipos don't last, you know, long enough. Now these days they do, I guess. Like why isn't... It's still a question of like everyone's lipos don't last the longest time a lipo can last, you know, so if if you were to make the races too long, then it's a question of, okay, well you need the right lipo and you need good lipos and this and that, and it becomes, runtime becomes an issue. Now it's no issue for anyone. And I think that's a good thing. So we should keep it that way. But, and then what was the other
0: question? Uh, First one. Time or lapse? Why are there it's, it's a wrong oh, yeah. way to well, not
1: lapse. Not like it matters in America because they don't do schedules, but like we learned in RCGP, it's kind of, if it's lapse, it's a bit tricky because you don't have a set time work work off when making a schedule so it kind of gets hard to figure out, it's easier to use laps I think the best way actually is to have a time, it's easier to use time, I don't know, did I say that wrong it, the best way is to have a time, then plus two laps,
3: mm-hmm.
1: because what you do then is, the thing I hate about the way we race now is like, there's this close race, oh the world championship's coming down to the last lap, oh Rone Falcon Mayfield battling, and then One guy crosses the line and the other doesn't. oh, Mayfield gets caught at the line. And then it's like, oh, what the fuck kind of anticlimactic bullshit is that? Like, you just race for 60 minutes and then some fucking bullshit, like time ran out right between the cars. That's lame. It, It needs to be like a battle to the finish line. And we don't always get that with this dumb system. So what it should be is there's a time plus two laps because then... When the leader crosses the line, after time has run out, everyone knows. Okay, so it's this lap and one more. So it's that lap, and then everyone, okay, final lap is starting now. Everyone, pay attention. This is the last lap. We're going to finish now. Who's going to cross the line first? And then imagine, oh, fuck, Mayfield, crazy move, and whips it past and crosses the line and wins the race. And the race is over, and everyone finishes behind him. That's how racing should be done, you know? See what I mean?
0: Yes, I agree. Can we? I I think, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. How the
1: fuck does second place finish first? Our time is up. Oh, Mayfield caught it line. Mayfield pulls in the pitch. Everyone finishes. Meanwhile, the guy that's actually going to win the race is still racing. (laughs) It's so stupid. This is 2020, okay? uh, Figure this shit out. That's
0: like a mini ramp. If only we
1: had like a federation, a federation, like a governing body that made all the rules and improved the sport and were progressive and improved everything about this that we do if only we had that kind of federation it would be awesome <laughs> they'd be pushing the boundaries of technology and and just uh race presentation and events oh my god it would be so
0: cool oh we do
1: we, we ifma, right yes
0: we do we do. We most oh. definitely. Can we rewind that back to um, why we don't race longer? I mean, let's be realistic. Every light bulb out there is capable of doing 10 minutes now. Do you think it comes down? Every, but listen. Let the races,
1: me oh, yeah. 10 scale. Yeah. 10 scale.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. 10 scale. They don't race longer because.
0: The cars and tires can't make it?
1: They can. I guess just because that's kind of how it's always been kind of thing.
0: But I just think it would be so much better if you had 10 minute rate. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Well, don't know.
1: for me I think 10 scale uh, should be like 5 6 minutes. Like, just keep it short. It's well, that's races. why they have
0: three ma- three mains to make it exciting, but yeah. yeah. But even I mean I can see we're going to get to lipo technology. Like like it's just improving. They're getting lighter and you're getting be able to pack more runtime and power into a smaller package. I can see e buggy races being 20 minutes. That would be a long e-buggy race. It seems like ten minutes is long for e-buggy. Like no noise, just
1: e-buggy is just like just you know, don't even. That's that's hard.
0: You know, that's the noise of an e-buggy going around a track zero laps. and slap. E-buggy races
1: laps. should be zero minutes and zero laps. Oh, sh- but don't... why?
0: I don't know just why five, Do you. Just...
1: Hand out the trophies and go home.
0: But you're so good at e-buggy, and, you, and, you're, and, and you're so good at it, oh. at Truggy. Such, so much of a better e-buggy and Truggy driver than you are a nitro buggy driver. I think that's where your real disdain for e-buggy and Truggy comes from, is that you know you're a better e-buggy and Truggy driver, and that pisses you off. Mirror, mirror on the wall. He's the best e-buggy driver of them all. You, Josie, you... All right. Not that good, to be honest. Dread twenty four thousand. I think this is uh Corey. What's up, Corey? Left tire salute.
1: Is that Corey? Corey douchebag?
0: No, not. It's not Corey Drakenberg, Joseph. It's Corey Jordan. JQ driver. Corey asks, can companies be fanboys and champions? If so, give an example.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Can company be, yes. VP Pro is a fanboy company. That's a fanboy. Many of these Asian companies are fanboy companies. They just want to be like some other company. So they make all the same shit. They make it look the same. Name it similar even at times. They're just fanboys. Like figure out your shit, do your own thing, do it better. No. Instead, they just look at the champions and they do the same. You know? So VP Pro, that's one example of a fanboy company. Some companies have fanboy sections, like they 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 do some things which are very fanboyish, like associated with their four or ten scale or eight scale buggy. Like it's very sort of fanboyish, in my opinion. In two wheel drive off road, they're champions.
0: Oh, you mean just
1: uh... yeah? But in eight scale, what the hell? Like just buy a Mugen and like measure it all up and and make it like that. Like that's a fanboy attitude, right there.
0: But you said it's different. Yeah,
1: it's different. No, it's different, but they, originally they literally no, had a Mugen. And I
0: know, and they were used, literally about, using Mugen parts.
1: I guess, I eyeballed it a bit wrong. That's why it was different. But do you, see, do you see my point? Like, Then there are those that, I think X-Ray started out a bit as a fanboy, but then they sort of grew up and, and realized that they should be champions. And they've, I think X-Ray actually have kind of become champions in everything they do now.
0: No, they definitely so, push the limit and they do whatever they want, and that they're able to because they do everything all in-house, um, which is but, a, yeah. which is a great which other companies probably don't have that ability to do that. Yeah, but
1: yeah, I would say companies can be fanboys or champions too because at the end of the day, companies are just people, people working together, doing something.
0: So sweet. Yep. Yeah. I think that's all of our questions for the Beach RC Bench Racing uh, segment. Q&A. Thank you. You actually had some great answers, Joseph. And we had some good questions this week. So,
1: Oops. Yeah. Okay, so, are we done? We no, we're,
0: no, we're not done. We're not done. We have we have the youth conference coming up now, brought to you by Techno RC. And we have Rob's Oil Storytime. We don't have a rant this week. Do you have a rant? You kind of went on a mini rant about... Um, laps and times
1: yeah i have a rant but i don't have time to do it we can do it next week
0: you never have time see that whole hour you took selling stuff we could have uh, been recording but anyway um on to the techno rc youth conference with the young drivers of of rc coming up and then uh joseph i will call you back for the rob's oil story time
1: okay
4: Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high performance off road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technoRC.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC. Excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno takeover.
0: joining me this week are some of the up and coming fast young racers of rc they all hail from different regions of 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 america they're all relative, relatively fast in their in their regions and they're all gonna meet up at pmb next weekend so it's a pretty cool thing as well but they all seem to be friends outside of rc as well but you know they're all in that I would say 14 to 18 year old category of RC and you know on this podcast I'm a big, very big um, proponent of the youth racing. You know I wanna see more young men, young women racing and I believe that they are the future. We all know that the, the primary demographic in RC is the 40 plus class or old men like myself while we have these young guys that are out there putting in work, going to races, and I kind of, well, it wasn't my idea. It was actually Joey Bardon, who's one of the guests on the, on the podcast. He came up with it. And he actually made it happen. He started the group and got these guys together. We we're supposed to have a few other uh, young men to join us. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's introduce them. So first off, I'd like to introduce Joey, Joey Bardon. He's the guy who came up with the idea and approached me. What's up, Joey? How are you?
5: Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great.
0: Uh, just tell everybody where you're from, real quick. You have been on the um, you've been on the podcast before, but um, yeah, tell them what region you run in and what 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 um uh who are your sponsors and who you run for, real quick.
5: Uh, I'm from Canton, Ohio. Um, I've been racing for five years now. I'm sponsored by Techno RC, aka Teakin MKS, and Block. Um, my local tracks, I go to Beans lot um just had a race there last weekend with uh joe and jared williams and all them
0: so yeah i saw so, that uh, i saw that yep. we have another techno driver david olsen he was on with us for uh he was part of the infamous um tiktok video that went viral a few weeks ago what's up David? how are you tell everybody where you're from
6: what's up keenan doing good um i'm from southeast region south carolina georgia mainly um my sponsors are Techno, Hobbywing, Proline, Pro Line, HRC, Fierce RC, um, Nitro Pro, Lead Finger Racing, A Ten Racing, and Simson Designs. Um, my local track is Mount Corner Raceway. And yeah.
0: Sweet. And we have Brendan Schimmel, who's also from that same area. He's probably the oldest of them all, all these guys. Well, he just came from club racing. His dad earns coastal it's coastal RC, right, Brendan? Yeah, it's Coastal RC. How'd you make out in your main?
7: Um, I had a ball cup pop off in the uh first lap, went a lap down, but then uh made my way back to second a couple seconds off the uh leader.
0: Sweet. So you are the I think you're the oldest of this group. So just tell everybody where you're from, um and what you're running.
7: Uh I'm Brennan Schimmel. I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia on the east coast. Uh, my home track is Coast RC, which we opened up a couple months ago as Keenan said. Uh, Big big thanks to all my sponsors, uh, Kiyosho, a.k.a. Reds Racing, Phantom, LFR, Easy Customs Painting, MKS, JT Bearings, uh, PT Fluids, MTC Racing, FDJ, AMR, Coastal RC, Fame Wolf Racing, Futaba, and 920 Designs.
0: Sweet. And, of course, we have two JQ racers with me that I'm proud. Um, I, I know pretty good. Um and our first time being on the podcast, we have Ashton Abdul. What's up, Ashton? Tell everybody where you're from.
8: Hey, hey guys. Uh Ashton Abdul. Um I'm a Midwest racer, um, <clears throat> Omaha, Nebraska. My uh home track is the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. It's a cool indoor track. Um it's kind of a bigger ten scale track, but we, we like to race eight scale in the winter and um we get some good turnouts there. So uh yeah. yeah uh, Huge shout out to all my sponsors, uh JK Racing, of course, uh Jake Concepts, Ultimate Racing, MKS, um Sidewinder Fuels, BHRC. And uh yeah.
0: And of course we have thanks Ashton. Um we have hot sauce Cody Watson. What's going on? Fresh out of his uh California tour, mm-hmm. where he's out there being all California like. Had a good time. What's up, Cody? How you doing?
9: I'm doing good.
0: And you are from Tell everybody where you're from. I'm from
9: um, Excuse I'm me. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I flow with um, RC, um, SCR, around that area. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, and then of course we have he's been on the podcast himself. He's pretty much well known as well. <clears throat> I would say probably the most experienced of the group because he's traveled to he's been to many worlds and whatnot. And um. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, Camden Line. What's up, Camden? How are you?
10: What's up, guys? How are you?
0: How are you doing, man?
10: I'm doing good. Um, I'm from Peoria, Arizona, 15 years old, home tracks uh, um the TNC out in Maricopa. <clears throat> um, I run for S Works, Ultimate, Hot Race, Futaba, VP, uh, Expert, Beach RC, JT Bearings, Macklin, SCRC, DRP, and Bipolar Designs and MH Designs, not
0: Hawkinson. Sweet, sweet. So what's up, you guys? Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I haven't f- figured out a name for you guys. Like but um, I want to call this like a youth round table meeting. This is all about um, giving you guys some love. And also I want to get you guys thoughts on what's going on in RC and whatnot. Because like for me, you guys are the future. Like what's the age limit? Oh, I think, th- who's the youngest? Is it Joey?
5: Uh yeah, I'm the youngest. I'm 14 years
0: old. Okay, so and Brandon, you're 18, right? Yeah. So we have 14 to 18. That this that, it's not a big demographic in RC, unfortunately. There are there are a few young drivers out there, but not there. I would like there to be more, but unfortunately there isn't. And um, but I think it's important that people hear you guys' voices. So I guess I'm gonna start out with that. Uh, what do you got? Why do you guys think? Um there isn't more young guys racing RC cars. Uh and with you guys. And so why do you think maybe kind of there's no big focus on you guys? Yes, you get a you got a youth uh a junior race. I know like uh at PMB they'll have one. That one at DNC last year, I think. I can't remember. I it been a Man,
7: wish I could still do that.
0: Yeah, well you're out of that group. Um why do you guys <laughs> think we don't have as many young racers in R C at the moment? Um yeah we just take a, give you guys thoughts and uh let us know so take a turn i guess we'll start out with um brandon you're the oldest one
7: uh so younger uh racers i would say uh probably parents cost wise uh mm-hmm. they get they look into the hobby and they probably feel intimidated by it a lot of people or most people know what they're doing to a certain extent and a lot of people kind of in them. i mean most of, a lot of the rc community is very helpful but mm-hmm. it can be really intimidating uh Starting out and not knowing what you're doing at all.
0: Yeah, I could I could imagine that. How about you? What do you think, Ashton? Because you're one of these, I think out of all of these guys, um, you're kind of doing it on your own. I think the like I know most of these guys, their parents are involved with them a lot, but your parents don't really go to the track with you. You're doing it on your own. You do have some great people in your side, like you know, um uh Mr. Fuller, Mike Fuller and those guys help you out, but um as a racer kind of doing it on his own, how do you feel? Why do you feel there are more younger guys in?
8: Um, so, yeah, I think um, a lot of the issue, I think, is just exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like young kids, uh, how, no matter really how old they are, 10, 12, in high school, um, I think a lot of kids get this one, like, I guess you could say sport that they just enjoy doing. Um, and for a lot of people, I think it just kind of snowballs, snowballs, and snowballs. Um, so, like, football, track, I don't know, baseball, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, those are just a lot more common than RC is, and kids start off with that, and then they just get rolling, and that's pretty much all they focus on. Um, but and I think RC, really, a lot of it um, – I am going to have to agree with Brandon. I think costs sometimes – and just going to the track, getting the experience can be a little bit intimidating sometimes, but I think a lot of it is just the exposure. There's just not that people just aren't getting exposed to it um, like they do other sports.
0: How about you, Joey and, and David? You guys um, are the younger guy, younger guys in this. I think you're the, well, the, uh, Dave is the youngest. But what do you guys think? Um, uh, how can we get more young guys into racing and and whatnot
6: uh david you can go first um i'm thinking well with with there not being as many in the hobby um there's a couple reasons like like um ashton is saying like well like ashton's situation is um like parent support i'm lucky to have a very knowledgeable father and um he supports me in anything i do and um some some kids just don't have that. There's a little kid around me that is in that situation, and he has the potential but doesn't have the support to back him up, so we try to, you know, support him as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, the cost, you know, for a 12-year-old kid to get into something like this, like, you know, I had to show my dad for, like, three months that I, you know, it was something I really wanted to do, and um, some kids just don't, like, want it that seriously, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um some intimidation at the track you got you know this big sponsored guys and for some kids that you know aren't as competitive as i am they might see that and get you know scared me i wanted to beat them as soon as possible um i just think that some sometimes the intimidation can be a little overbearing i was lucky to um get in with some of the faster guys at the time and they would teach me and help me and i think sometimes there just isn't that for everybody I feel like I'm a very lucky person in my case. Um, but yeah, that's my my opinion on it.
0: How about you, Joey?
5: Um, I think it's most intimidating for young drivers to get into because um, it can be more intimidating for young drivers than older drivers because at the track um, I feel like all the older guys, they can judge you off of your appearance, how young you are. They don't want um, and an unexperienced driver on the track with them, right? I think everybody can understand that. Um, so you feel a lot of pressure as a young driver to beat everybody, right? <clears throat> um, also off the track, even at school, you can, uh, it's a lot of pressure to um, show everybody that you're not blowing twenty thousand dollars a year on uh, a toy, which everybody thinks it is, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate um, that. I hate when people yeah, say toy yeah, cars
5: that's a huge uh, misunderstanding. And I think everywhere it's, uh, that's the one thing that bothers me. I know also is Br- uh, Brennan. Brennan, uh, he said that it's expensive. You know, when I got into racing, the tracks is slash, I mean, $300 mm-hmm. for that. And my, my dad was flipping out at first, you know? And then once we showed up to the track, we just kept going and kept going, you know? So uh, yeah, I definitely agree. It can be difficult efforts, first, and you just got to open up and um, take your time because I mean it takes a long time to get get where we're all at right now. You mm-hmm.
0: know. How about you, Camden and, and Hot Sauce? I mean, Camden, you've you've been to multiple worlds. You've been into this for a long time. You're pretty well known. I mean, you even call races and whatnot. Um, what's your opinion on it?
10: I think for me, um, I think we need to have a higher media presence you know um you know we had that one video go pretty viral like on espn and you know, showed people kind of like what rc cars are about but you know these young kids are you know seeing pretty cool fortnite clips yeah. and uh, all the stuff they're not seeing any sick whips or rc stuff so i think we need to get higher media presence and once we do that i think we can get a lot more more kids in because you know rc is pretty cool so i think we could do that
0: yeah for sure how about you hot sauce what you think
9: like Camden said, um, you know, a lot of us kids, I guess we can all agree on being on Instagram, Snapchat, <laughs> TikTok, you know. If we was able to get RC racing out on the media, kids would see. Like, my kids at my school always ask,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
9: and they think it's funny that I race, like they say toy cars, you know. But if they are to actually, like, see more of it, kind of like Supercross, right, or Motocross, you'll see right. that and you're like, dang, that's cool. If we had actual races like streamed on ESPN or something, I think the sport could really take off. That's what we're missing right now.
0: Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, well, we have to make a we have to make a viable product. Like we can't have three days of qualifying on ESPN and stuff like that. So, um, I fully get that. What do you guys What do you guys friends think about this? Like, do they come to the tracks and do they? They say they realize that this is pretty cool. Have any of your friends actually gotten into RC from you inviting them to the track? Well, any of you guys?
7: Um, uh, a couple of mine have visited and stuff like that, and I've uh, I've actually brought my car to, uh, and we drove it around the parking lot at one of my uh, schools and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, we had a whole day, a little field trip out to the parking lot, and we drove my little chuggy around.
0: Yeah. It would be cool to get them to the track and actually see like Camden said, some, see some sick whips, See what we're actually doing, because it, I think it comes down to it. People just don't know. Like I said, they think we're we're playing with toy cars, like nerds in a field somewhere. But I mean, it's it's a lot more than that. I mean, we wouldn't be talking on this podcast if it wasn't. So definitely, I think you guys aren't alone when it comes to exposure. But I think it's gonna come down to you guys in the end, because you guys are this. this you got like you know Snapchat and Instagram. I, I only do Facebook <laughs> uh, and. And Instagram, I barely do Instagram, but I get you. I think we that's very important. It's important where you guys start doing more of that because, and all it takes is that one little video, like the TikTok video, to go viral. Maybe something else will catch one, you know. And then some people will get into it and whatnot. But you guys are the social media gurus at the moment, so you grew up with this. You know, people like me, we didn't. So, but yeah, um, how about?
7: Like speaking of the media, oh,
0: yeah. What's up? Sorry. Go ahead.
7: I said speaking of the, the uh, media, uh, USRC is doing a uh, race this week in adrenaline. And yeah, we're having a TV show called Motor Week. They're coming out to report a whole series on that
0: Yeah, I was talking for to the Rob entire about race. It. Yeah, uh, Rob was telling me about it. I'm actually going to have him on next week uh, to talk about it. Um, Ryan Lutz is coming there up to know. that race. It's it's pretty good, and that's yep. the type of stuff that we need. We need to be hitting this from all angles. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So what are, who are some of you guys, um, some of the people that you look up into this in, in the industry? Like some guys, you like, it may be a driver. It may, it may be just somebody, a personality. Or it may, may not even be an RC person. But who are some of the guys that um, you guys look up to? Um, let's start with uh, you, Cody.
9: So, um I got to say, Ryan Lutz, is um, his personality, the way he controls himself is, like, unbelievable. But as far as driving style, I um, watch a lot of James Stewart and uh, how aggressive and, and stuff he is. I think that affects my driving style a lot. You know? I would agree
0: with you there. Food. Yeah, like, yeah. you send it, and then, like, yeah, like, James would be out in the lead and still be trying to go 110%. And I've even told you that, like, you got to slow down a little bit slow down and go fast yeah. um how about you joey uh definitely joe born all yeah. the way he's he
5: uh i mean a few years ago he was all the way at the bottom you know <clears throat> broken leg he couldn't walk now he's you know um one of the best rc drivers in the world so i have a lot of respect for him um he's helped me out so much and be, living close to him is great um Cause we can go and out to practice and he gives me tips every time we practice, which is so helpful, you know, um, definitely him. And, uh, Ryan Lutz as well. Like Cody said, um, I grew up racing with Ryan Lutz and, um, yeah, both him and Joe have been such, so much help to me over the past
10: five years, really.
0: Yeah. Joe is, um, kind of came in at late, came into RC late and he's excelled. Rapidly, and I think that comes from his motocross background. A big deal with that is is help has helped him out with that. How about you, Captain? Who's some of the guys you look up to or uh, want to emulate?
10: Um, definitely Ryan Mayfield. Um, I'm, I've known him since I first started RC, so I've always looked up to him. My driving style is pretty much like his. Um, I also really look up to Adam Drake. You know, I think everyone could say that they look up to Adam Drake because you know he's biggest name in RC he knows everything so definitely those two drivers are definitely the two people i look up to most
0: sweet um david
6: um i think more from like a local standpoint near me it's um evan vale yeah he you know drives really clean really smooth i really just like his driving style and he's one of the nicest guys you'll meet at the track you know everybody likes him everybody's all you know talking good about him and everything and I've been able to become friends with him over the, you know, year and a half or so I've been racing. Um, and on more like a pro standpoint, like everybody else, Ryan Lutz. He just carries himself well. Whenever he has a bad race, he knows it. He'll he'll say it, but he's never angry. He'll, he'll always walk around with a smile. So that's kind of my, my two.
0: It's funny you say that. I was trying to get him angry at DNT. I was like, man, you got to get mad. Let's go.
6: I, I don't think you can get that guy angry. I've like, never seen him mad before. Yeah,
0: stop being so nice. Let's go. Come on. That's win. How about you, Ashton?
8: Um, yeah, I'm going to go kind of from a local standpoint as well. Um, Van Dalen's for me, mm-hmm. just ever kind of since I got into it, like like actually racing, um, just like I was always like, man, who is that? Everyone. Um, and that was probably um, – and just ever, like since I started, getting better, uh, just watching them get better, and really see to what they have become today. It just always, like, it reminds me, like, you can do that. Um, It's going to take a lot of time, like I said. um, They've been been a huge help to me as well. Whenever I go up to Minnesota, we always have a great time, and um, Sean knows what he's doing, Seth, all those guys, so...
0: Seth uh um
8: yeah, really, really uh Van Dalen.
0: Seth uh super impressive Go ahead. Su- was super impressive at DNC. Yeah, and um smart dude. His dad, yeah. his dad's really smart, like when it comes to setup and just doing stuff with cars and yeah, um Sean
8: yeah, Sean knows about everything. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see a
0: lot of I think we're going to see a lot of Seth Dale, and maybe get back fully racing her. How about you, Brennan? You're a little older. Mm-hmm. Who do you like? Who's, your, who's one of your favorite drivers or person that you look up to, Brennan?
7: Um, from a local point as well, uh, no one else is going to know him, obviously, but uh, Scott Thomas. I know um, who you're talking about. He's the one that got me, he got me racing, uh, like traveling-wise. Uh, we had a track near me called uh, Debbie's, and I would just run full had a short course there a couple years ago. And uh, he got me to go to the tilt yard, and we I got an e buggy, and then we ended up getting both buggies and the trucky and started traveling. But pro uh, pro wise, um, Ogden has helped me out an insane amount from uh, when I started getting faster and faster. He's always been a huge help for the track, whether it be with my motor or even a uh, setup. Even though he's on a different, uh, he's always on a different chassis than I am, but he's always been a huge help to me.
0: Yeah, Cole. I mean, Cole's. I like Cole. He's fiery. He's. I think he's gonna read. I think he's gonna super funny. Yeah, I think he's gonna do really well at PMB here coming up, because it's gonna be. It's like he's he's been racing a lot, and that's you know that's East Coast. That's his his turf. We'll see. I hope he does good. There's gonna be a lot
7: of people being uh, psycho.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. uh, I'm just not. I'm I'm not gonna be able to make it, but I'll be watching. I'll be watching. It's going, to be, uh, it's going to be a long, long weekend. So, But that's what oh, it's yeah. all about. That's what it's all about. So, uh, Brandon, you're in school, out of school? Uh, I
7: graduated a couple weeks ago.
0: Okay, so you're working now?
7: Yeah, like 50 hours a week.
0: What do you do for work?
7: Uh, carpenter. So I oh, okay. build, do trimming, tabletops, or countertops, sorry, anything, fencing.
0: <clears throat> all right, cool. So you're learning a trade. Um, I guess I wanted yeah. to talk, talk to you guys, um, the ones that are in school. How do you balance school life? Like, I mean, you're, you're all young teenagers. You're all probably, well, guys, you know, probably get into into girls and stuff like that too. I don't know. I mean, I was when I was your guys' age. How do you guys balance school and RC? For me,
10: um, I just... I try to make the like the strongest bond I can with my teacher so they, they understand and uh know know what I'm doing. And uh I always I always tell tell them like the first day uh what I do and you know, I miss a lot of school, so and uh yeah, just make sure I'm on top of my grades, you know, and uh just making sure you know, A's and B's.
0: Yeah. How about you uh uh Joey? How do you balance school? You still you you know, you guys are just getting in. I don't. I don't know how the the school system, the exact school system, works in America because we didn't have like junior's high and all that. So we just went high mm-hmm. school in Bermuda. So, how about you balancing school and and uh, RC?
5: Um, really, the exact same as Camden. Um, always first week, uh, at the least, I talk to all my teachers, just make sure they they know what I do. You know, just like Camden said. Um. I also miss all school days every year. Um, So it's important that I have a good relation with my principal and my teachers. Also, um, I finished with all A's and B's last year for the past two years, um, which has been a a big help, you know, missing 20 plus days a year, 25, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So I think it's it's pretty easy for me um, being able to do online school at the track. Um, So it's it's a good program for me, you know. um, Easy to do, easy to understand, you know. Yeah. Keep on top of my grades.
0: Ashton YG, you work and go school, and you're about to go to university here soon. How do you balance all of that?
8: Uh, My parents have been pretty conservative with sending me to races and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Especially since this last year was my junior year of high school, I was taking um I was taking four college classes last year on top of a couple other classes. So it was last year, especially was pretty conservative, but um yeah, I think for the most part, this year, um, I kind of told my parents, and they they understood. I was like, I've worked really hard in high school. And uh, I'd really appreciate it if you guys let me go to a little bit more races this year, um, and uh, I think they accepted that, so that's cool. Hopefully, I'll be able to go to more races this year. Um, mm. But yeah, it's been as much as I want to um, Like these last couple of years, I haven't been able to make it to as much races as I wanted to. But um, definitely, some of the big ones that I've wanted to go to, I've been able to. I've been able to make those happen. Sweet. So, but yeah, it, it's it's it It was tough, but mm-hmm. it's it's good now, so that's good,
3: yeah,
0: how about you, David?
6: Um so I've been racing for that long, so I haven't been you know traveling T- to the huge events, um missing you know weeks at a time at school or anything, but um I'm you know, just like Camden and uh, Joey was saying, I gotta start now like telling all my teachers what i have been doing and because they're planning to make you know bigger bigger races this year, um but I just make sure I'm on top of my schoolwork not everybody at my school knows what I do really so I don't think it's a big deal as long as you know my grades are up um between life I'm I'm not the most popular kid so it's not really hard I mean I have friends and stuff but I'm not like on my phone Mm 24-7
3: um
6: it's not hard but it can get overwhelming sometimes like you know if I just want to have a chill day and then I miss a bunch of assignments or something but um yeah just make sure I'm on top of my school and everything's fine
0: yeah that's important how about you Sauce because you're an af- athlete too you're playing baseball you're playing football doing RC car racing how you juggle all that yeah. stuff
9: <clears throat> yeah so um, I just quit football recently mm-hmm. um, I really didn't want to but I guess it's a sacrifice to do what I love you know I've been doing this since I was a 7, 8, you know, since I was a kid, so I'm still playing baseball I've been doing workouts and stuff uh, My School isn't the biggest, but um, A bunch of people know know Me, so they know what I do, you know mm-hmm. I take a lot of crap for it, but at least My teachers, um, my principal They all support me on uh, Racing, you know, so
0: That's good That's really good I didn't know you quit football, though You're not going to play anymore? Yeah.
9: Yeah, I'm done. My senior year, though, I will, um, I'm will. i getting a gym membership. Mm-hmm. I will be doing football. I used to play basketball. I quit basketball my eighth grade year. Okay. I started getting serious. I'm really good in basketball. I still practice basketball. Right. So I will do football, basketball, and baseball. <laughs> I, can't, I can't
10: agree to that, too, because, you know, I played football for six, seven years, and I had to quit that because it was always on the weekends, and I was yeah. trying to focus on club racing. So then then I went and played baseball, got good at that, then I had to stop that because I was traveling too much to, you know, the week races. That's when I started golf because, you know, I can do that whenever.
0: So mm-hmm. it works do, they, out. do they have golf in high school now? Or uh, yeah.
10: yeah, they got a pretty competitive golf. You know, there's a lot of good juniors around the world right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So
10: they got a competitive Little golf in high school.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Golf is just a big sport period, man. <clears throat> I got friends in Bermuda that went to go- like golf schools to become like I guess uh, not they're not pro golfers but they teach people how to play golf and they make they make bank they make a lot of money. All right, so let's talk about something that I I feel we need in RC, and we've we've probably at one point talked about it. I've talked about it on the podcast. There, there is no. All right, none of you, none of you guys are pro racers. I think C, CJ was going to come on her, but he didn't. He's like the only real pro racer out of you, you, you group of guys, right? I don't, you know, and I mean pro, like probably getting a salary or you know getting everything expenses paid for and all that type of stuff. How do let's let's ask this question: How do you become a, a pro in RC? There's no clear path to becoming a pro, so. I mean, like we we just talked about it. Like golf, you can do it a certain way. Obviously, basketball, football, other sports, even motocross. There's a path to becoming a pro racer. But in RC, the RC there isn't. So, what do you think has to change? What would if you could make a path to becoming a pro RC racer? What would it be? Go ahead, Camden. Because I I, I come to you because you just you you've been around that that lifestyle a little bit longer so you can understand what I'm trying to say her. Uh,
10: yeah, for me, for me to get to that professional like level or, you know, start getting good deals and getting travels, stuff like that. Uh, really just, it just, I I took a lot of time when I was younger to, you know, get, get better. And then when I started sports, it kind of light off and, you know, just started running intermediate stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for me, going to the big races and get you know getting your name out there and you know having people look at you and uh, you know definitely go to bigger races and once you get that done, you know after I won a few like DNC stuff like that or got second in DNC, um, you know fourth at Silver State stuff like that, you start you start getting a name for yourself and then uh, you know start, companies start coming to you and, and get a you know become professional.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you're fortunate in that point because you kind of live out on the on the west coast, <clears throat> so you get to go to a lot of these bigger races that are well known. Um,
10: yeah, yeah, I'm very grateful for where where I live and the people I have surrounded me, like Mayfield, Rifkin, Tenner, mm-hmm. Tommy, all of them. You know, they those definitely those four guys definitely helped me uh, get to the speed and level I'm at. So. You know having those guys to practice with and pace off of it, it definitely helps a lot so i yeah i'm very fortunate where where i've been
0: located. yeah <clears throat> how about how about you brandon you're up there in, in virginia you you guys on the east coast you, you don't have the it's always been harder for people on the east coast race-wise you know um i think ko is the only real pro to come out of the east coast um would you like to see a clear path to becoming an, an rc pro like you know if you go to motocross if you do well at loretta lynn's in the amateur class or whatever in the amateur rankings you know you're eventually probably going to be scouted and become a pro it's not really like that in RC
7: I don't really think there's ever going to be a defined path I think it's just off of uh, hard work dedication, results coming uh, from that within time and then you like putting yourself out there like Camden said promoting your brands that uh, that you drive with that help you out And, uh, yeah, but I mean, a bunch of, uh, we don't have a ton of tracks on the East coast. Like me, the closest eight scale track, uh, is about four and a half hours or four, four and a half hours. So I got, I had no practice except at the races on practice. It was my practice. So that's why we opened up our track.
0: Yeah. Okay. Joey, you live in, um, the Midwest. It's a popular race area. There's lots of fast racers coming out of that area. So you're fortunate to live there. Uh, what would be, what about you? What do you think needs to happen?
5: Um, I think the clear cut goal for everybody that is super serious about racing is make it to worlds, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, ever since I first met Joe Bornhorst, I said, I want to be a pro just like you. And, uh, first thing he said, he just said, work hard. So, um, ever since then, I've been working hard, practicing as much as I can, you know? Um, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm close yet, but I, um, I just want to make a world as soon as I can, you know, um, represent my sponsors, do everything, get good A-main finishes at the race time events everywhere else, DNC, um, which I hope to do this weekend. um, And just, you know, keep on grinding, you know. Yeah. There's there's no fast way to get there. No, there isn't.
0: There isn't. It seems a lot of it comes down to getting to these bigger races, which I, I always tell, I say that to Ashton too. Um, so that's why I'm kind of glad it's going to PNB. How about you, Ashton, I, do, you, do you think there's, what would you like to see happen or change to make it easier, well, not easier, but to, like if I do this, I know that if I do this, this and that, I'm on the right path.
8: Yeah, um, as much as I'd like to see a, a clear cut um, or even like somewhat definite path um, to becoming a pro driver, I don't think it's gonna happen, um, and but I think I think it's almost in some ways good <clears> that it's not gonna happen um, because then it 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 at, in some ways like combines like a team drivers with pro drivers if there was if there was that that clear definite path. Mm-hmm. And I, think RC doesn't really have right now especially I don't think RC has um, the, the whole industry doesn't really have the budget for that um, but as far as what like like everybody's kind of said just being able to make it
0: yeah you're breaking up pretty bad
8: and that uh... oh am I yeah
0: but that's all right keep on going
8: Okay. Um yeah, being able to make it to bigger races, uh, I think that's that's a huge part of it. I would like to see that um uh racing more locally kind of gives you a mm-hmm. a a it's easier to get a name maybe from racing locally. That would be pretty cool to see and I think some way that you could do that is is through um higher media presence or kind of what we were talking about earlier is getting getting more people exposed to it. <clears throat> um And, uh, so everybody, even in the RC community that are already exposed can, can, can see what's, what's going on locally. So I don't, I don't know. It's a big question Mm -hmm. to ask, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't really know. I guess that's my two cents on it.
0: (laughs) Cody, you just came from California. You went out there and lived the RC dream. What's your thoughts on this question?
9: Um, where I live there's a uh, few fast guys you know but um, bro I think taking the opportunities that you get and like making the best out of them like JQ like I don't know I was shocked to like get that mm-hmm. but at the same time that <clears throat> gave me motivation to like to do better push myself yeah. to you know, but I yeah, go to California, learn setup. Like that's that's a big opportunity for me. You know, so I took it and um, try to make the best of it.
0: All right, and to our youngest racer, David. How about you? You're still kind of wet behind the ears with this. You're gonna, you haven't been to your first. Well, you're going to PMB this week, next week.
6: Yeah, I'm. I'm still pretty new. I've only done about three like national events you could say.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
6: but I feel like in, in my opinion it's just, you know, work hard, you know, um get get your name out in your local region. You know, make sure you are on, you know, Facebook seems to be our biggest app. So make sure you're doing your race reports, getting your name out there and then start going to these bigger races, get solid finishes. You know, you're gonna always improve, but you know, yeah, at least start starting open or a class you can, you know, make a mains and then work your way up. I think with solid finishes, good attitude, work, just working hard in general. I think that'll help. You know, <clears throat> you're not gonna get anywhere by just sitting on your butt.
0: No, um, you're not. You gotta put in the work. Got to put in the yeah. work. Yeah,
6: yeah. So, and I think just like like Cody said, making the best of all the opportunities you can get. You know, if you have someone that says, you know, we can go out and practice this weekend, and you're not doing anything, you know, go. You mm-hmm. know, do do your best. Do you know whatever you can to. Improve or exceed on something that maybe other guys aren't. So for sure, yeah.
0: And I think a, another good thing is to listen to people. Like somebody, you might have, you might have heard it over and over before, but I was, I was always taught like never say you know, just always listen because you you might pick up on something that you didn't hear before. So, but if a, a guy who has some knowledge is gonna be like tell you something, give him that that little bit of time and listen to him and he'll give you more knowledge as you go on. All right, well, what, in, what is something you guys wanna see change in RC? Like something you wanna see change, made better. We talked about media presence, but some, I mean, it could be anything, it could be race, anything to do with races, sponsorships, anything like that. Um, Ashton, you go first.
8: Um, I'm gonna say my first thing That I'd love to see happen is more track time at races. Um, I try to go practice as much as I can, um, but with my track, they do—they don't really just focus on eight scale, and I pretty much just focus on eight scale. Mm -hmm. Um, It's—it's sometimes um, at some points really it doesn't help to go to the track just because it, it. it's, it's kind of a long, there's a lot that goes with that. Um, but it, it, for me, I think, um, more track time at events would be awesome. I know the, like it, it's going to take a while, I think, until we can get, get more of that to happen. But I know I fuel nationals last year and the amount of track time I got was unreal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I know RCGP is kind of starting to do that um, So that's cool Um, But yeah, that's probably the number one Thing that I'd like To see um, As of now, is more track Time at races
0: How about you, Brennan?
7: Um, I'd like to see more uh, more Racing Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we're talking about trying to grow The industry Uh, Racing is where yeah like where i mean if you're people don't i mean people tune in for motocross for the uh the finals and the mains or even the l c q yeah they don't really i mean I, at least i don't i don't tune in for qualifying or anything like that for the first motos I go in for the finals so um yeah definitely more racing for me,
0: yeah i think um that's what even rob's doing with his race the fX thing. yeah with yeah. the
7: fX yeah. yeah they do motos just like uh motocross They have a a certain amount of motos, and then however many transfer, and then they have an LCQ just like motocross.
0: Sure. Yeah, I agree with you there, Joey. What you think?
5: Uh, I think it needs to be cheaper to get into, um, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, I've seen the full effects of getting into the hobby, and it's um, everything around you in your personal life changes. You know, Um, so if we can make it a win-win situation to get into the hobby and make it easier for everybody to do. The hobby can grow, and uh, I think it'd be easier for media to get in as well if they see more people doing it. It's like, okay, yeah, this is a real thing that should be important to people, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it it definitely needs to be easier to get into.
0: Sweet. I I agree there. Like that slash, stock slash was Mm -hmm. a a great gateway into R.C., and it's gone. Not there anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's still around, but you know what I mean. It's just not what it used to be. So
5: yeah, if, if you don't have a local track, there's there's no way you can just go out. You know, it's it's got to be very hard to,
10: to to figure out where to get started. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? How about you, Captain? What would you like to see change?
10: Um, I'd say you know maybe the races maybe a little shorter. You know, when I went to Worlds, I was there for. <sighs> I think 16 days yeah. and it's this it's just astronomical how how long you have to sit there every day you only get two hours of practice or two, day, two rounds of practice every day so that and um i'd say for me like what i think i like the most is running running one class you mm-hmm. know when it's just open buggy like at nationals and i feel like it gives you a more understanding of where you're at in the industry so maybe a few more races where it's just buggy and chuggy you know what I
3: mean
10: mm-hmm. um, and also I don't think I said my two main sponsors S-Works and RC1 at the beginning so
0: oh don't worry
10: I should say those
0: <laughs> don't worry I um, probably say those yeah well like even like RCGP I remember people were complaining like on Saturday not complaining but complaining in a good way like I'm tired of running like at and, and a three day race and you got so much time and it was just one class it was hard for people to yeah, understand that yeah
7: that's
10: perfect that's perfect mm-hmm. because you know you're only there for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's it. You only got three days. You're not there from Wednesday to Monday because you know you gotta fly. Um, that's why that's why I like like it like that because um you know any and you get an understanding like RCGP is perfect because you have you have your main class you know the RCGP the spotlight mm-hmm. it's like four fifty to two fifty pretty much so yeah. that's why I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and you want it. How about you, Sauce? What you think?
9: Um, like you guys been saying. For sure, the best race I've been to, and I race a lot, for sure the best race for me was RCGP, hands down. You focus on one car, you get tons of run time. Like, I've never been sick of driving my car. But when it came to the mains, there was no excuse to, like, not have a good setup. Because you had all the time the whole weekend to have a good setup. You know, you didn't stay up super late. You could go out to eat and then go to the hotel and then relax and be ready for the next day. Mm-hmm. The only thing is that we could do better at all the tracks is if we could get spectators to like, all right, come and watch. And they're like, Oh, look at that. Check that out. You know, look at these pro like these pro guys running stuff that would bring more interest into the hobby. Mm-hmm. I believe
0: it's, it's funny. You say that because at PMB, Dave always puts the pro race on like after lunch. I think if pro finals or like pro nitro finals after lunch, and I'm like, there's got to be people in Tennessee not doing nothing that want to come watch a race. And we never get spectators. I've never seen spectators besides RC people there. Maybe we need to promote it more. I don't know. How about you, David? What do you want to see change in RC?
6: Um, in my opinion, it's, my, uh, it's the, the marshaling duties. Um, like, like some said, um, we did, like, shorter races. I think when you're losing, you know, two to three minutes per qualifier, Mm -hmm. and you go to like PNB that has like 60 qualifiers or you know however many there is, you're losing those two to three minutes. It adds up. Mm -hmm. And like I've been to some races where we've been there, list like 100 entries, and we'll we'll be there till you know two o'clock in the morning, and they're just waiting so long for the marshals. And if you just get out there, drop your car, we'd all have a better experience, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think you either just gotta it comes down to the race director. He's gotta start docking people. And yeah. yeah. And people just need to drop their cars off, go turn marshal and then they could talk about what happened afterwards, you know? Yeah. So good stuff. That's what my man Lance did. Yeah, well it's it's if you dock a few people, eventually they will learn and they'll do it. Or like they do it in Europe. They um I think you have to provide a marshal. For your race or something like that, Joseph explaining it to me.
6: <clears throat> That's how it's supposed to be here, yeah. but nobody ever, especially like in the qualifiers, nobody ever goes that far. Yeah. But if I know I'm not gonna be able to make it, like this past weekend, I had to get my nitro car ready because I race Marshall race. Mm-hmm. So I asked someone to take it do it for me, and they did, and everything was fine. But
0: well, I mean, yeah. that happened to to Cole, uh, 2017, 16, no, 17. Uh, he had a he had a marshal. Happened to Cole and happened to oh, what's his name? Oh, he drove S Works at the time. Oh, he's from California. But basically, like the guy didn't show up to do to marshal for Cole, and they docked him a lap in his in his semi, and he drove his ass off though. He, he that was one of the best oh, rides yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. So all right, so all of you guys are going to PMB Camden. This is your first PMB right? Or you've been before?
10: Yeah, that's my first PMB. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: and for yeah, and for long nights. Long nights. Well the Pro class, they run I think they run pretty good, um pretty good you know, like the schedule is different. So who's all well, running? Well it's pro- different
7: every year actually. Is it? Yeah, some years it's uh they'll do pro sportsman open or some I mean last year we had pros at night, like I had my qualifier at like one in the morning.
0: All right. Yeah, so that's that's I would be sleep. So we're gonna have a little PNB smack talk. Who's all running pro? Me. All mm-hmm. right. So we gotta say who's running because I don't know all you guys. Cody, so you're uh, running pro. Camden Lime. Camden, you're running pro. Yeah. Brandon, you're running Joey pro. Yeah. So three of you guys running pro. Who's gonna be? Am. Who's Who's I am?
7: Joey.
0: Okay, Joey. So you're running. So four of you. Who's gonna be the top <laughs> finisher out of you guys, and why?
7: Just saying. <laughs> Just gonna be, we're gonna be waxing some. <laughs>
3: Camden's
2: coming to the East Coast. Oh yeah, I don't know cabinet. what's gonna happen with him.
0: Oh come he's
7: on, Gabby.
3: gonna East Coast
7: is my
10: forte. It's my forte.
0: Hey, it's a it's a different type of race, dude. That that I know.
10: I, I love East Coaster. I mean, I'm, I've only been to one indoor race, so that's gonna be something. But
0: it's way better than Silver It's, in, it's indoor, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought okay. The... Is is
10: P&B indoor?
0: oh yeah but you'll yeah, see it's, in, it's okay. in this big old like,
10: yeah yeah I know it's like a horse arena or something yeah
0: it's yeah. big so, so okay yeah you know
10: my goal out there is gonna be like I wanna be a top 5 it's my like it's, if I do that I'll be like really happy
0: Sauce what you gotta say about this cause um, I know this Mac talk's been going on for a while now now everybody's coming to I don't know I don't know what hey,
7: Kim is talking about top 5 where I'm going yeah,
9: yeah. <laughs> we've been um guys we've been talking a bunch you know when it comes to like um. Uh, Recharge, Fortnite, whatever it is, just on the game. We're always competitive, you know? Mm-hmm. So, now, I, I always go to the West Coast, you know? I always go to those guys' territory. You know, we struggle a little bit with setup, but we're starting to – we've been there enough, we're starting to figure it out. Now, I feel like I have a little bit of a home advantage with this nice indoor dirt, you know? So,
0: mm-hmm. Also I take opportunity of that. Oh, this is gonna be like a grudge match. I can't mm-hmm. wait.
9: Yeah. Oh yeah,
7: that yeah, That smooth East Coast turf. Cameron's gonna be blipping that throttle like oh, he's yeah. going through a
0: rutted section. I, I
7: think I'll I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be okay.
0: <laughs> 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 I love it. Oh my gosh. Smacked on Hey,
10: hey, I, I wanna see you run pro at DNC,
7: man. <laughs> oh, oh
0: he's going to next year. If we go. Yeah, we'll be there. How about, so Ashton and David, you guys are running open. You excited?
10: Yeah. This is my first one too.
0: Yeah, Ashton, this is your first big, big yeah, race I'm, besides the nationals.
8: Yeah, this'll be my first like five hundred plus entries race. Um, I'm excited. I'm pretty confident um about how open, I can do it.
0: Open ain't no joke at P M B man. One, so
8: but I yeah. I guess that's that's true. I think there's like 70 people signed up for open buggy now, so we'll we'll see what happens. But I'm feeling pretty good about uh, about where I can finish. um,
0: That's gonna be awesome, David. Are you ready?
6: Yeah, I got to get some stuff in to finish up the cars this week, but I'm ready to go.
0: Good stuff. Um, I think it's gonna be a great race, first real big race since we guys got locked. Everybody got locked on off COVID. Um, yeah. Everybody's itching to race. It's gonna be good. The pro class, man. I don't, I don't know even know how to call that because Cole's been racing, Spencer's been racing. He's in, the East, he's on the East Coast practicing. It's gonna be, um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be good to see. And then you, I want to see who wins out of you four guys in pro. And then let's see what David and Ashton do in open. Smack talk. I'm going for. Okay. I'm going so, for the double watches, win and no. Watch us
7: go. Watch us go all four. Right back to back and qualify. Who all has uh, been practicing over lockdown?
10: Me. I got. I got a few runs in. Uh, yeah. I raced so. out of the mod championship race with Spencer and mm-hmm. Hannah and Mayfield. I was running second there, but you know, made a few mistakes. So, but yeah, yeah, I ran a few times just working on the new car. So.
0: Sweet. It's gonna be awesome. Who? All right, we're gonna make a bet. What's the bet? Or who's f- gonna win? Yeah. No, or out of you four, who's, who's gonna, gonna be the top best? finisher?
10: I got I got I got I got one. I got one. Whoever so like for me, me and Cody, like usually at some races we'll go play some mini golf or something. Mm-hmm. So out of us two, whoever does better. So pretty much Cody's gonna have to be paying for my mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> right.
9: So I don't know about that. Yeah, I I could do that. <laughs> I
0: can do it. And Brandon, what you gonna say? What you Brandon, y'all just being quiet. I like you. You got you got I think you got the most smack talk. He said, I'm going for the win. You gonna have you <clears throat> gonna beat these guys? Just then? Hmm? Shoot I'm gonna beat the whole field. Whoa. Hey, come on. Yeah,
10: you gotta beat me and Cody first.
3: Oh my
7: All god. All right, wait, what's our bet? So, dude, same. A, same. Brandon, is it you? Is it you and Cody, and then me and Joe I don't care. I mean, I'll, hey, I'm, I don't okay, care. What mean, whatever Cody works, automatically. I, mean, automatically, all I know. That's, uh, all I know is if we're deficit. betting
10: something, I'll be on the top. So. Oh my
0: gosh. I'll be okay. This is what goes on a no. Fortnite when you guys are playing, right?
7: Oh yeah. Oh dude, it's yeah. nonstop.
0: Oh my gosh.
7: Dude, I just mess
10: around with him because you know he's he's not that good at Fortnite, so. It <laughs> <that> works out.
0: <laughs> Speaking okay,
8: bro, they will talk smack while I smack them in Fortnite.
7: Okay,
0: so all of
8: you play I, Fortnite. I
7: beat you, Ashton. I, I did for a while. I haven't I played it in a while though.
0: You know what you guys however, haven't done, however, done for a while. You haven't however, done VRC for a while. I still
7: the smoke though. I haven't touched that. I don't have VRC so.
0: You guys are all on VRC for, but not all of you, but Cody, Ashton, Brennan, Camden, you guys were racing a lot and then it stopped.
7: Camden wasn't on there.
10: Was he? Was yeah, I, I don't. I don't have VRC. Okay.
7: Oh, it was we blanked. did the series and then after that, yeah.
0: That game's hard. Ho- that that thing's hard. I suck at that. Everybody's like, "You good to Complas." Like, man, I suck. I do not want to be. <laughs> I suck. Hey, whatever
10: whatever happens, I, I feel like it'll be fun no matter what. You know, hanging out with all the boys. So that's what it's yeah, gonna be. Luck. I want to go, get good luck to everyone out there. Yeah.
0: It's it's been a long time since you guys all got together to race. Um it's going to be fun. It's it's a wild race like it's ew. trust me Camden oh, you yeah. haven't There's been to nothing of, like this yet.
7: Ton of space for us to mess around and all that kind of stuff.
0: Oh yeah. It's it's definitely unique Camden. It's a uh, it's it's a long weekend. Like so Oh, you know
7: what? I just figured out the bet. <clears throat>
0: all right, let's go. Let's hurt.
7: Whoever uh, uh. What's it called Autumn spot out of all of us Pays for the rental golf cart. Mm.
0: <laughs> oh there you go There you go But I think you guys are going to have fun And the smack talk is going to be Off the hook And I'm actually upset that I'm not going now So You guys have Only fun one
7: click of a button.
0: I know but I I don't want to take one click of a button And then I have to spend <laughs> Like Get locked in America for a while, and then I can't come home. You don't like America? I love America, but I love my family even (laughs) more. I love them. How about European racing? You guys ever have an interest in going over to Europe? Have any favorite European racer drivers?
10: Yeah, I'm supposed to. I was gonna go for like some of the. I was gonna go for an RCGP, I think, Mm out there, and then uh, I was thinking about going to. One of the DXR events. I know
0: Brennan was thinking
7: about going to. Yeah, one too, I was going to but... be going to uh, DXR as well. I was going to be staying with Mick and Yao.
0: Oh yeah, that's nice. It's a good race. That's a great race. I was
7: I was supposed to do the uh,
10: both RCGP's in America. So.
0: Yeah, well, it's coming with, back. It's with something. Cavs. Yeah, yeah. It's something uh, coming up. Uh, I can't say it's going to be released here soon, which is pretty cool. It's just RCGP related. So, um, yeah. But yeah, European racing looks fun, man. I want to get over there myself and uh, and go watch some racing and stuff like that. So we shall see. Well anyway, guys, I want to appreciate you guys coming on her, uh, and thank you, Joey, for organizing it. Uh, anything you guys want to say in closing, so you can say thank you to your sponsors, say anything you want to say, and um, we'll close it out on that. So we'll start with you, David. you go first. You're the youngest.
6: Um, Thank you to all my sponsors, uh, my family for supporting me through everything. Um, thanks to my dad for taking me to all the races, putting up with me when I'm angry. Um,
0: just thanks to everyone who's helped me. Appreciate no, it. No, thank you to Joker and Chris Fails.
6: Yeah, thanks to Joker <laughs> and Chris Fails for getting my car and my dad famous.
0: <laughs> that was insane. Insane.
6: They were, yeah, That the day before... We stayed up till three thirty working on the track. It was so wet.
0: Yeah. And uh yeah, it was it was pretty bad. How about you, Ashton?
8: Um yeah, I'd just like to say thanks to all my sponsors. Uh thanks to Keenan, uh No Name R C podcast for having us on here. This is an oh, awesome opportunity to take and uh kinda say what what we all have to say and um yeah, thanks to my <laughs> family for let me do what I do. Um, yeah.
0: Brennan. old man, old man, Brennan. You're the oldest one.
7: Old man. Old man. Uh but yeah, thanks to uh thanks to all you guys uh for coming on here as well. I had a lot of fun. Uh YouTube Kenan, all of my sponsors, my dad, uh, my main sponsor, my dad's wallet, um and everyone else that supports me. Uh really helps out. And then, uh, thanks to Cody for getting the golf cart for next week. <laughs> and other than that, uh, glad to be here and can't wait.
0: Yeah. Tell your dad, I said, what's up, man. I thought, Oh, pick your dad's ripped, man. He used to be really ripped back in the day. He's still in great shape.
7: Yeah, he did. Yeah. And then, uh, then he had
0: kids. Yeah, I know all about that. I, I wasn't ripped before I had kids. I just got fatter. Um, what about you, Joey? Uh,
5: yeah. Thank you to my sponsors. Thank you, Keenan. Um, uh, TechnoRC, a.k.a. Tekin, MKS, and Block. Um, all of them for supporting me over the past few years. Um, and everybody, uh, see y'all at Psycho uh, next week. Uh, had a lot of fun.
0: All right, Salas, who are you going to say thank you to?
9: Um, I don't think I did my sponsors in the beginning of the video, but I want to say uh, thank you to my sponsors. JQ, Proline, MKS, VRP, um, uh, no name podcast Ultimate. Terry Vaughn Design Sidewinder Ultimate all those guys they help out a lot NDRC Beach R C and um I'm ready for this P race you know Brennan's pretty
0: uh it's his, I love it pretty positive. This is gonna be the grudge <laughs> we're gonna match. find out. We're gonna find <laughs> out.
9: It's just don't miss out on the race. It's going down. Seriously. Oh, yeah.
0: How about you kill a Cam
10: Uh yeah you know I'd like to thank uh my dad um everyone who's helped me over the years my sponsors s works rc1 racing ultimate hot race vp futaba expert beach and jnt bearings macklin scrc vrp bipolar designs and Matt hawkinson for painting my bodies and uh yeah i'm excited for pmb um i actually got the golf cart that uh, uh i don't know how to turn the camera around um the golf cart that Cody's going to be running right here, so <laughs> be all right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it'll be fun, and, uh yeah, I can't
7: wait to hang out with all these goofballs.
0: Yeah, it's going to be good. We'll to...
7: invoice you the uh, hourly rate. Uh, rate totally. You know
0: what? I'm going to give the winner out of you guys and pros, I'm going to send you guys a hat. So, I think I have some yeah.
10: left. That's going to be perfect, you know. Uh, I'm size small, <laughs> medium, so you can just send it right now. Oh, uh, it's snapback. Right. Snapback. <laughs> okay. Oh, everybody. okay,
0: okay. And as for the two open guys, I don't know. Hey Ashton, if you if you been open, you know you got you make money. So there you go. David, you do your best. This is gonna be this yeah. is your first PNB, David? Or have you been before? Yep.
6: Yeah. Uh. No, it's my first one. I'm going for the win in both. There you go. We'll see. That's the. Are maybe you racing maybe.
0: Truggy too, or just nit- nitro bike? Yeah, I'm
6: racing e-truck. <laughs>
0: e. Well, there you yeah. go. You might win e-truck.
6: I can win. I can. I think I can win e buggy. I'm not sure. I've never seen Ashton drop, Dude, so I don't know. Ashton's, Ashton's pretty fast. Oh man.
0: snap! So there's a
7: bet about to go on in the open class. Oh, too. here we go. So yeah, we might yeah, as well have yeah. this now. All. all right, y'all,
6: gonna... be,
10: y'all better be watching. We're forgetting about Joey
5: oh. too. You know? He's
10: in the pro class too. So.
7: I hey, know
5: Joey. I, I, I know. just, I just came quiet. Out last weekend had the most <laughs> consistent race of my
7: life, really. Um, so I'm I'm really ready.
0: Silent I, I just
7: I think. I think Cody well, you and uh, going to have a good battle for, for life, life <laughs> last time. I mean, Oh my! God. I, I, I figured out. I figured, no more better. out. I figured everything out. I'm
0: ready. You know what's funny all about right. this? Is that like 10, 15 years from now, when you guys, like, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I watch Greg, <laughs> I watch Greg Degani and Richard Saxton and, and Barry Baker and Paul Scarello, all these guys talking all this smack to themso- each other at races, right? And this is exactly what they did 20 years ago, 20 years ago. <laughs> When they were racing, like you know, pros and all that stuff, the same stuff. Greg's like, I'm gonna get in his head. Watch, yeah. All the, and this is gonna be you guys like 10, 15 years from now, talking smack about. Remember when I used to kick your ass in Fortnite? Yeah, PMB So all right, whoever wins PMB out of you guys, the, or whoever is the top racer in nitro buggy, because I don't care about e buggy. I do, but I don't. You know. <laughs> we're going for nitro. This is only nitro buggy whoever is the top finisher nitro buggy I'm going to send you guys an NRC hat in the pro class and I will make the same bet for the top finishers out of nitro buggy are you running nitro buggy David
6: yeah
0: you're kind of new to nitro buggy though aren't you
6: yeah I only have about 10 races
0: alright like so I'm going so. to make an e-buggy for you and Ashton
6: you can make a nitro make it both alright oh shoot
10: Oh the Rain
6: points, qual points. Man's is confident
10: over here. That's what I like. Ashton, you, you you
0: heard that smack talk? Ashton, put um, them both together. Use e buggy and the I E-buggy am
8: listening buggy. to this smack talk. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! Anyway, so, see, I am just saying. I'm know. pretty sure all happens. four
7: the pro driver are pro class people running all three classes. We could make it a trip like a whole thing. And
0: oh, you want to combine? I'm, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. only running I'm two good.
7: classes. I'm so good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. <laughs> It'll be my first Man, time running e
5: since TNC, and
7: it's a
10: brand new, new spanking car. I never drove it before, so my, I'll, I'll know, be right.
7: mine's, my, I have to build mine next week, too.
10: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I know, but yours is an MP10, so this is a brand new marketed car, like full-on new design. Oh. So... So I mean, no, I'm phone? fine. I mean, I, I still, I still take the bath
7: okay. Should be you no. should be confident in your cars. No, I am. I am. I'm
10: 100 confident. All right, you I'm know what? I'm very confident fine, in mine. Fine, fine. I'm I'll very still, confident in mine.
7: be on the the top
10: step. It's cool. I'm
7: right. good. <laughs> <laughs>
5: right.
0: I love it. I'm chilling. I love it. Well, you guys. We're getting a game after this. Hey, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, it was great talking to you guys. Have fun at PMB Um, enjoy it. Best time of your lives right now. And um. Hey, keep doing well because you guys are the future of RC, man. And we need that. We need this attitude. We need this. I don't care. Like, I'm I'm just going to do it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to do what I have to do. That's Just keep it up, man, because I love it. And I enjoyed our chat this, tonight. And um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be. It's gonna I'm kind of be...
10: worried now because I feel like Brennan's just going to take me out the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no,
7: well, I mean, I I won't be in the D mean though. So. Oh.
10: <laughs> this oh, that one hurt. That one had a little sting
7: on it. Come on now.
10: I mean,
7: I, I thought I would. I'll man, give you the to D. I'll give D&C. you the D. The D was kind of hurtful.
10: I didn't have to worry about DNC though, because I was oh, in the pro, and I didn't see you. I didn't see you in pro class, man.
7: What? A, oh, DNC. Oh, oh. <laughs>
10: <laughs> this is a whole new race. Guess what? That, that was service. a good one, though. I'm not going to lie. That was good. That was a good, that was good. The one. That D name one. That was good.
0: All right, dudes. Oh. Well, you guys have um a good night. Enjoy your weekend. And um let's get it on at PNB Well, let's go. I don't know. Yeah. I've got to give away let's hats. Do it. All right. Well, thank you for your time. And um be safe and uh, get ready. Get ready because it's going want, on at PMB. If you
10: want, I'll send you, I'll send you my address right now. <laughs> <want>. That's confidence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, dudes. Well you guys thank you very much and I will. Thank talk you, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Hey Camden. Camden Kena, you can
7: have know have a can good go. one. Pay the you shipping too. to my uh, house.
9: <laughs> Get the work in Supercross, Camden. Oh I'm gonna I, you, let, you guys
0: gonna have to send <laughs> me some voice notes from um from PMB. Oh my god. Oh we'll <laughs>
9: send you
7: everything. We'll send yeah. you everything. Yeah. Oh we're all going out to dinner on Thursday.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Awesome.
10: I'm 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 really excited, you know. You might I'm have to have, record
7: the entire. Thing.
10: I'll be I'll be showing in you know top five, top top ten position. You know we'll have Brennan. you probably be top ten. Be I'll your C main. Top spot. Be your C main. We'll have Cody right there. Uh, so
7: yeah.
0: <laughs> I I haven't stopped recording oh, yet because this is now? so epic. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, it's going to be on like Donkey be
7: over Kong. Coming out and ask for the friggin Kyosho front and back end of the car called it. Did I not call it? I called he's gonna it. I'm going to win our I springs. I'm going to win my
10: you, springs. Because he'll be in the B main.
9: <laughs> you guys have to finish
7: to win the race, right? Yeah, well, we just have to make the main. I mean, as long as I make the main, I mean, then I've already beaten you guys.
9: <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> anyway,
0: I think, I think... this isn't this is going to end with you guys. I'm going to end it. E Buggy. That's JQ. <laughs> <you guys. laughs>
4: NNRC listeners, are you currently having trouble trying to get the power down to the ground? Well, don't you worry. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic has you covered for all your RC tire traction needs. Whether you race on carpet, concrete, dirt, loose, dry, slick, or high-grip surfaces, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic cures for traction. Benefits of using Papa Willie's Tonic Traction is going to be more traction, long-lasting, light tire wear, sweet scent, clean application, fast-acting, fresh fill. Papa's Willie Traction Tonic is also safe on foam inserts and does not deteriorate tire glue. Find and follow Papa Willie's Traction Tonic on Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit them at www.papawillies.net. Use the promo code NNRC at checkout for 10% off.
0: Welcome to the second edition of the JQRC Gypsy Tales. Tales of two gypsy fools or maybe just one traveling around doing RC stuff. This part of the podcast is brought to you by Rob's Oil. We're going to start using Rob's Oil, who sells M's oil products, to fix our janky JQ van so we can do more cross-country tours, stop at more tracks, and hopefully do some cool things in 2021. What do you think, Joseph? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so you know what you got to do? Go to www.robsoil.com, order up some AMSOil products for the janky JQ van, probably five liters of, uh, of um, high-quality amsoil Oil, and some filters, and uh, let's get it working because we have to do some tours next week next year. So, if you guys want to get your oil delivered for your bikes, your cars, whatever product you want. And Joseph, you can get some uh, oil sent to Westergaard for um, his motorbikes for looking after the van. Uh, you can go to www.robsoil.com and choose all of your Amsoil products and have them delivered to anywhere you want in North America. Why Amsoil? Because Amsoil makes top quality synthetic synthetic lubricants for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, four-wheeler, snowmobile, lawnmower, and anything else with an engine. Amsoil lubricants are designed to help your equipment run at peak efficiency and last longer. Join the millions of proud Amsoil users to experience the difference. The products of Amsoil are formulated and blended in and package in the USA. And I was told that a lot of guys are using the uh, greases and whatnot from Amsoil for their cars. And a lot of the fifth scale guys are using them to mix the their two-stroke oil. But why Rob's oil, you may ask? Because Rob and his son are RC racers and... They support the podcast, and he chose to sponsor the story time. I'm sorry, the gypsy tales segment of this podcast that JQ moaned about for months and months, and didn't want to tell stories till we got a sponsor. So thank you, Rob, because supporting one of our RC, our fellow RC um, racers, is a good thing, and supporting Rob's oil also supports the podcast. So remember, go to www.robsoil.com and place your order for your AMSOIL products. Whenever you can. So, Joseph, this is part two of Lefty, Michael, and Joseph's first... Well, Michael and my first DNC, and Max's first DNC. Uh, We we covered how you treated us really bad and uh, didn't even have a place for us to live and basically left us homeless one night. Wouldn't even let us sleep on the floor on the last episode. Um, some sort of friend you are. Don't worry. What goes around comes around. One day you're going to need a place to stay and I'm going to make you sleep out in the dog kennel. Luna, Tonka. So we went to Santa Barbara. We practiced. Actually, a guy sent me a video. Thanks, uh, Ken. He sent me a video from that old layout that we went and tested on at Santa Barbara. Oh, it's, uh, I just Every time I see that, I just get like goosebumps because I think it's such an awesome facility, awesome track, and Santa Barbara's just a beautiful place. So... We came back from Santa Barbara, you and I Went on this Sunday And packed the van Oh my gosh, I think we took everything We went to Nick's house and just took All the lights, tables All these parts That van was full, full, we had Everybody's OGO bags in there Everybody's luggage Oh, it was insane That van was way done. Crazy And then, um, I think Tuesday we, Did we leave Tuesday?
1: I don't know. I don't remember anything.
0: You never remember anything. I think we might Because we set up Wednesday, right? And then practice was Thursday. No. We went... I think we left Monday.
1: I have no idea.
0: Hmm. No. It might have been... I can't remember. I can't remember, honestly. What day we left. But basically... You and Ghani and Max and Jonas were staying, no, you and Ghani were staying in his camper. Me, Mike, Max, Jonas, and Tony were staying in a camper that, we, that Tony rented, <clears throat> and we paid into it. Now, I've never stayed in a camper before, so I had no idea what I was getting into. And honestly, <clears throat> I will say, this, this location for DNC, there was absolutely, there wasn't even running water anywhere. So we load up. Mike and Jonas and Max in the uh, in the high end Alantra that I I had rented, and you and me in the van, and we start our road trip to Arizona, which is pretty interesting because I've never been to Arizona, <clears throat> and uh, I just remember going like we went through like um like on the way like we was going to I believe did we go through like we was going to Beaumont and we went across that area where it has like when we go past Beaumont, Banning, and all that stuff has all the yes we did because it has all the um. The windmills, like thousands of windmills out there. I know because we stayed out in that area. And he was like, Oh, yeah, Westergaard lives out here somewhere in the desert somewhere. And it's just a cool drive to, to Arizona. Like, I had, I oh, was so excited, man. A road trip. And you're charging up your phone on your laptop, aren't you? I'm not. Yeah, stop moving. You're causing static. So excited to get to my first DNC. Like, a lot of people's like, Oh, like this is a bucket list race. I always wanted to go to a DNC ever since they first. Like you know, this is the big race that you go to. You know, this is what they talk about in the magazines. I don't know what you got that's making static, but stop it. I don't know. It was not doing this before, so we're on the road, and this is like my first time. with you driving, I don't think I've ever driven with you a long distance, but you was driving using your phone, scaring the crap. Is that a compressor?
1: How's a motorbike.
0: Oh, okay. Scuring the crap out of me because you're driving, texting, doing all this type of stuff. And yeah, that's pretty loud, a motorbike. Yeah. What the? What was that? A lion or something? A, I
1: don't know. It's a motorbike.
0: Wow. It sounded like an animal or something roaring. So anyway, we get to Arizona and it's time to set up our pits. <clears throat> so we get there and we start unloading the van, and I'm like starting to put up tents and like you don't know what you're doing. And I guess I do. No, you don't. This is how I want it. So we rolled out the carpet, had all this nice carpet, which I eventually. Uh, lost at Myrtle Beach and you made, me, made us buy a new one and thanks to everybody that bought that carpet. And it hasn't been used since because it's still in the van. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to get like all four of our tents in a row. So we had like three and then one. I remember that. And you... Oh my gosh, you, you're such like a, a So anal for little things, man Honestly, like you, you really have issues It must be the autism You're like, every little thing had to be right I mean, it, I understand now Like, all, like our you had the stripes that go up and down We was missing that one One stripe, like remember how we would Have that pattern and then we had one back That didn't have the pattern Man, you're not helping yeah. me out with this, this story Because you, you don't remember right. shit
1: I don't remember this time, but I know what, exactly what you mean. Right,
0: because I remember you was pissing and merlin about this. I wanted, where's the back? And it, and it ended up, I think uh, RIP Charlie ended up having it. Rest in peace, Charlie. <clears throat> he had it from Fall Brawl that year. So I remember Mike, Mike was like, I got to get that back. I bet you Charlie has it. So we set up all the pits. I mean, I must admit, man, it, it really looked badass. We set up pits. We put stakes on. It was a great thing we had that carpet, too, because we was, like, on top of dirt, gravel. Oh, man, our pits look f- fucking badass, man. I think we had the best pits at DNC that year. Yes, we yeah. did, because we had... Fl- I, I think, like, I just remember looking over and seeing Kaiosha's pits. It was two tents with, like, just Jared Tebow and two other guys in there. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, other people had big areas, but they didn't have the flags. Like, you could literally at nighttime, and you would come over that, that highway right next to the, the track, when you would come over that. You could just see our flags flying. Like you could see like all the light. It was such a really great picture. You could see the flags flying, all that stuff, man. We really look good. And this is the first year that you have a really big presence at DNC. Because usually you would have, you know, you've done big things at DNC. Didn't you have, um, like, the Armor Girls there one year, or was that at the Worlds?
1: I was dancing
0: too. Yeah, you had the Armor Girls, but you know, you always had Greg Degani, Smoker, um, Keith, and a couple of other guys, but you, about five or six guys. But this year, we had like 25 guys. Just people from yep. everywhere, man. I was just like packed. We didn't even have enough space in the pits to accommodate everybody. Guys were literally pitting outside, like, on, on those benches right next to us. Oh, that was, was so exciting, man. So exciting. So exciting. So anyway, camper camper life. I've never been in a camper, right? And you know what? To this day, this has scarred my opinions of <laughs> sleeping in a camper. So we get this camper. It looked all nice on, on online, but when we got it, it was just kind of small. So... Max and Giannis would sleep, slept in the bed because they're young. They can, they can sleep with each other. Mike slept on that part of the bed, you know, where the kitchen table folds down and then you make a bed out of cushions there. And then I bought an air mattress and Tony slept on that on the floor. And then my big ass slept in the smallest, most uncomfortable recliner for a week. Literally. I put it on as flat as I could and we got like our luggage in there. We had no space. Like, no space whatsoever. I slept in that damn recliner for five days. It was so uncomfortable, man. And then I would go get a shower every night at a truck stop. That was my only one uh, actual joy, was going to pay my 12 bucks at that 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 truck stop and getting a nice hot shower. I would, oh, man, camper life is not for me. That toilet, oh, man. I tried to get a shower in that damn shower. No, it was must be built for small people. I couldn't even move. I tried to drop a poop in that toilet. I couldn't even move.
1: Well, we've, we've already covered this at least twice during this podcast.
0: Yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but it was so good to be there. Like yeah. This is my first DNC, first big race, just walking around. I mean, look, we had the guys from Colombia came up. You know, a lot, uh, East Coast guys were there. You know, I didn't really know too many California people at this time of West Coast, but I did know a few, so I was meeting them and just, you know, me walking around, um, just being me, meeting everybody, talking. And then, unfortunately, I forgot that, uh, should we say, Mike from Santa Barbara gave us, what, 500 JQ Takeover stickers? We had this, so this was the great idea going into DNC. We're going to plaster JQ Takeover stickers everywhere. Which I was on oh, board. this was this year. No, that was that 2000. Yeah, this was this. Of course, it was this year. Don't be silly. You know why it was this year. So, okay. you know, I had a few and I'm just giving them out to people. I put them on like one of Joey's monitors. I put them on the pit lane, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, I wasn't being too aggressive. But man, people were putting these things Everywhere, I mean, you, we were too, but man, people's like, Hey, you got any more? There's, there's decals, and you just give out like 10 decals, and you would just they would just show up anywhere. Like, I don't know who put the one on Drake's starter box, but that was pretty ballsy. I did, you did okay,
1: yeah. The best thing was that he was there pitting for Ronda and he didn't notice. Wow,
0: and then even Tebow had mm-hmm. one on his charger, but I don't know if he did that on him himself. I did that, you did it too. Jesus, he was like a ninja going all over the place just putting these. Anyway, they were just popping up everywhere. Some people liked it, some people.
1: I put one on Drake's uh, pit board also.
0: <sighs> that was a good one. Yeah. I mean, it was all fun. It was all fun until you got DQ'd for it. Um,
1: the best sticker bomb actually that I've had was when I had those the mini stickers. You know, when J.K. first started, we had that everything, mm-hmm. the sticker, all that. And then we had a small one, which was the mini sticker. So one year, I put one on the front of Tessman's Truggy. So you know how the front end on his Truggy is just white. There's nothing on it. It's just white. <laughs> and then the, in the middle there, there was the mini sticker. <laughs> and then they have used it in an HB uh, magazine ad.
0: That oh, was no. The did they, yeah, did they block off awesome. the... Did they still have the no, same? Oh, they uh,
1: I guess they just didn't notice. So it was awesome. So the Minister committed in.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was a good idea, but uh, like everything, you always go too far. And. Um,
1: oh, I go to. I think I, I went the right amount, but <laughs> some people that didn't agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you went too far. So. We're just doing it. We're having a great time. We're having a great time. Our pits look great. Everybody's having fun. People are just shocked. They're like, what the fuck has happened to J.Q. Racing?" Like, they were just shocked to see 20-plus people in our pits. And I was looking at those pictures, and it's people there that I just like, oh, man. Like like Gibson. Fat Jesus was there. And I forgot how good friends we were. And now, like, you guys are enemies. town uh, well, he blocked me too I, I, And I'm like, man, we're all, we were all friends in this picture We was all part of something special that year So, and I remember you was, you was doing really good too uh, you I was, had engine issues Yeah, there. you had engine issues, you got them fixed And then on the last qualifier, you actually qualified ninth overall And everybody was just like, what the fuck? Like, everyone is like, wow Because in seeding, you done really well too so, and then Max is killing it in E-Buggy and, and Nitro Buggy. And we just got JQ cars everywhere. I mean, even the guys, the, the crazy leg and his brother, sexy leg and his brother, sorry. They're like, I've never seen this many JQ cars. Like, everybody's getting, you know, we're getting tech, top three. Everybody's there. Like, we got a shit ton of people there. It was so cool. So cool. Then, um, yeah, we had the the almost rumble in the jungle with... The HB crew, which we've talked about numerous times. And then, like, I just, I'll, I, I know I have to say this again, but I'll just never forget that evening when I walked across and I saw JQ take over on the champagne bottles. And I was just like, oh, fuck. I just like that f- a mental facepalm. I'm like, this is not gonna be good. Not gonna be good. Now, I didn't know that this was the second time you put them on there. See what I mean by you go too far? I think you even admitted that on the drive. No, back. I
1: think I only put the champagne bottle once, once, but I I put a sticker on the backdrop twice.
0: See, I didn't see the backdrop sticker at all. Mm. Um, but I think that's what he was more. Joey was more pissed off about, and then of course the HB team managers got on him about you turning off Ben Sterling's radio, and then I'll just never forget like the DQ came, and I was just like. Oh, for fuck's sakes, Joseph. You fuck up. Everything. I was so mad at you. I just went like I just I was so angry because every it was such a great weekend. It was going good. You know, it was really positive. And I just went, I was so pissed off. I just went and sat in the the camper. Trying to talk to Joey. He he weren't hearing it. Um you was like in denial. And I was just so angry at you, man. So angry at you. Like I wanted to. I want to really just punch you so hard for being so dumb. So I go back to the, to the tre- to the camper and I'm pissed off and I'm getting messages from people. Oh, what happened to JQ? I heard it, you know, cause by now everybody knows you, you you've been DQ'd blah, blah, blah. And then I see like live RC posts it. Like, I don't think a race has ever been DQ'd. And here's the thing. Like at the end of the day, you really got DQ'd for stickers. Yeah. You know, but like I think they tried to make it about Ben Sterling his radio, but Ben Sterling wasn't even pissed off at you.
1: and he deserved it.:
0: He's retired. Oh, he did take you out, yes, he did. <laughs> He's retired now, I think. when
1: I was laughing at him. Yes, in a bump spot.
0: Yes, that was very that wasn't good. You was on your way to you had just bumped up to the B- man, and you was on your way, to, or was you bumping to the A-man and Troggy? And um yeah, I would have been pissed off too. So anyway, I'm sitting in the camp, or sulking. I'm so angry, like I just like if you would have been there, we'd have been rolling around fighting, like I'd have we'd have been out in the dirt fighting. I'd have had you in a chokehold or something. Somehow I'd have used my left arm and just trapped it underneath your juggler and just used my right arm and squeezed until you stopped moving. And then I start seeing comments from people, "Oh, that's so savage," and I'm like, "Oh, wow, this isn't." Like, some people are like, oh, you know, because a lot of people hate, let's be realistic, like, 90% of the people hate you, and, like, 99% of the people can, st- like, 9% of the people can stand you, and it was just, like, people like, oh, that's so savage, and people were messaging me, oh, what happened, and they're, they're laughing, like, they're laughing, I'm like, okay, this isn't gonna be so bad, so, like, our early hope is on Max, like, all the pressure is on Max, he's TQ in eBuggy, and I think he's, like, starting second, or just mis- mixed, missed, missed, TQ and nitro buggy, I just remember getting a, a cold Modelo, and you were pitting for him, and I'm sitting over in one of those hay bales. It's cold, and I'm just rocking back and forth because I'm so nervous. You know, e buggy he, he blew up with something. His um, his, his he lost power. He didn't do well. So, nitro buggy. Oh man, I don't think I think I've never been that nervous in 30 minutes of racing. Like he saved the day. Max saved the day. I'll never forget the look on your face when that happened. Like, I've never really seen you that passionate. You were smiling. You know, you ran back and got the money for the, um, for the photo finish. Everybody was just happy for Max. Like, all the JQ guys were happy. Even people that weren't JQ guys. I remember Adrian Bartine came up and congratulated you. Um, and I, it was just a great, great vibe and a great memory that I'll never forget. I'm glad I was a part of that. I remember I ran over and grabbed him and, like, hugged him smaller, and then hugged him and, like, twirled him around and all that type of stuff. And the mic was all, because you and Mike were pitting him. I just remember that one, I'll, I'll never forget one moment that stood out from me on that, in that race, and that was that triple-triple in the front, right? Dangerous spot. If somebody crashed in the middle, you couldn't see it, you would hit him. And I remember somebody crashed right there and he was coming, it was like a lapper, and, and Max was coming, and you went up, and you went, or something like that, and finish, right? So quick. And he adjusted mid-air, like, like, and just avoided, like, that would have been devastating, he would have broke his car, like, but with that finished talk, you were like, like, and, um... That's
1: how finished sounds?
0: To me, and, um, I just never forget it, man, and it was super elating, and then, um, yeah, he saved the day And that whole DQ I mean, some people try to, to mess around Oh, he shouldn't be running open And this and that You know, I, that's bound to happen But what it was is basically um, Like the Europeans dominated DNC that year David Runafog won Batty A second Who was third? Um, was it Mayfield? No, I can't remember You know, in, in Pro Buggy um, Runafog won E Buggy and Max won open Nitro Buggy. I don't, I, well, there weren't no sportsman European guys, but what a great moment, man. What a great moment to be a part of. It, it was a bad moment, with, obviously, with, with the DQ, but it turned out really good. And I remember the next day, we, we stayed, we, we practiced a little bit, and then we packed up everything. And um, we headed back. And I'll never forget, as we're driving back, You go to me, oh, that could have ended really bad. And I looked at you and said, oh, you think so? (laughs) Oh, I was like, when somebody tells you to stop doing something, you stop doing something. So, yeah, we headed back to Smoker's House. And then there's a third party of this story, and that includes me going up to Seattle, and then me deciding to drive across America. Because then we came up with this whole thing about, hey, Fuck going home right now Why don't we drive the van Why don't you let Lefty Because you was going back to Finland He's like why don't you let Lefty drive the van Who Lefty only driven the van Never Because I had never driven the van by that time And um, he's going to drive it across America For the first time ever With $150 in his pocket But that's for part three Of ERC Gypsy Tales So yeah man that was a, That's a memory we'll have forever you know, and it was a super proud moment for you. It was a super proud moment for all of us, man. I wish we could, I wish we could go back to 2018 and you didn't get DQ'd because it could have been so much better. But then again, it kind of worked out too.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I don't really care.
0: Yes, you do. Did you have any regrets? Because you was doing really well that year. Or as Mike and I say, we think you planned it, so you would have an excuse not to do well. When you sucked, well, I, got, I would have done well, but I got DQ'd. because I know you kind of like that. Well, too.
1: Of course not, if I um, was doing well, it would have been good to do well all to the end.
0: But just think about it. that's the that's big. That year
1: too, I I was running the Legends class, right? Yes. So I had the extra practice. That's why it pissed me off even more, you know, because the fucking engine wasn't running. Man, it was so annoying. Yeah, I, I remember know, it was like a waste of time. Even with all that extra time, I couldn't figure it out, and it was the carb the whole time.
0: Yeah, I remember you and Ben That's Sterling when I decided I
1: never using that fucking horizontal carb bullshit ever again.
0: I remember you and, and ben, ben Sterling trying to figure it and out,
1: blaming the fuel and blaming this and that and. Fuck, and then once, actually, this feud with Reds went on. What year was this?
0: 2018.
1: Yeah, see? All of 2017, I ran the old carb. Sweden Euros, you remember, I did well. Mm -hmm. 4.57, made the main, broke in the main, but still, made the main, main, like, it was good. And I was using the old carb. And then I posted a picture with the old carb, and they got mad. But I still kept running the old carb. Then, I, then there was another picture somewhere with the old carb. Then they got mad again. So then, like 2018, I can't use the old carb anymore. So DNC was the first race that I used this horizontal carb, and a fuck terrible, right? Could not get this thing to run. And then, uh, I, I, actually, with Ben Sterling, we put the old carb on on the Monday, ran perfect. We got the, everything figured out. So then I was like, I don't care if they fire me. I'm never running that horizontal thing again. So it took all the way until late in that summer. I was in Italy, and I told them, okay, because they always said Mayfield and Boots don't have a problem. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. Well, Mayfield and Boots are pretty punched. They don't drive like me. So maybe there's something in that, you know? So the problem I was having is the tune was very inconsistent doesn't matter how you tune the thing. It would load up randomly at some point. Then you'd go and accelerate, and it would be rich. And you cannot, or I cannot, drive a car like that. That's not consistent. So I was in Italy. I went to their track. I said, okay, here you go. Here's a screwdriver. I'm going to drive. You tune this thing. And they noticed the problem. Okay, do this, do that, change needles, tune, 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 tune. Okay, now it's working. Next lap, same issue. I'm like, okay, I thought you fixed it. They could not solve the problem. They couldn't. And I said, okay, watch this. I put the old stand-up carb on, perfect. And they couldn't say anything. I gave them free reign to do whatever the hell they wanted, and they could not fix the problem. And then finally they believed me after all this time. I said, look, the problem is when you don't, when you use partial throttle for a lot, a big section of the track, it loads up. It doesn't matter how you tune it, it loads up. So there you go. And what happened later on? Which carb does Reds have now? Standard, not horizontal needle. If it was so awesome, why don't they still use it? Right?
0: So you was right. That's what you're trying to say.
1: That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I remember you struggling with that many many times. So It was yeah. a it was a good DNC except for you getting DQ'd. I'll just never forget that that feeling of despair and just pure anguish I had at you when that happened. I think I even said, "You just fuck up everything, don't you?" and walked off and stormed off to the um to the the camper so angry, but it turned out good, man, and it's a great memory, and we'll have that, we'll have that forever, like, we'll have that, Max saved the day, Max saved the day, and it was a, it was a good, a good memory at the end of the day, RC Gypsy Tales, DNC 2018 Part 2, brought to you by Rob's Oil, well, Joseph, I don't, we don't have a rant this week, um, I don't have a rat Still kind of, like I said Still working on the studio here And I'm going to be busy this week I got 200 uh, acoustic films to put up this week This weekend Try and get rid of some of this echo Which I can hear in my recording And um, yeah, thank you for your time And I appreciate it Thank you to uh, everybody that tuned into the podcast And thank you to Joey, Cody Brennan, Camden, uh, David, and Ashton for coming on and being a part of the youth conference. Maybe we'll do that more often because we need to give these young racers uh, a platform to speak on. Thank you to everybody that sent in questions for the beach RC uh, bench racing segment. And um, yeah, a short podcast this week. Usually it's not four hours, I don't think. So that's good. That's a good thing. And uh, hey. I want to say a big shout-out to all of the NNR squad around the world. If you guys are racing this weekend, have fun. Send it with responsibility or not. Shout-out to our patrons on Patreon for all of your support. You guys got early release of the youth conference uh, last night. Shout-out to our awesome sponsors and awesome avatars, which are RCMX Online, Techno RC, Beach RC, uh, Papa Willy's Traction Tonic, JQ Racing, um, BK Servo's, Manscaped.com and of course Rob's Oil, our two latest out of the industry non-RC advertisers so yeah, help us out, go to those websites, use that promo code, no name in all caps at Manscaped and get, your, get, your, you know, get yourself cleaned up, and Joseph you do the same, thank you for your time Joseph uh, remember everybody, nitro is the glory but e-buggy pays the bills Joseph, any final words before we, uh, we uh, sign out here?
1: I'm all out of words.
0: It's not like you just farted in that chair, to be honest. Nope. Yeah. Anyway. It's next- just the chair. All right. Well, good. Lo- uh, have a good weekend, Joseph. And um, hey, you ain't grinding, you're sliding. And lefty out.
1: Hey, you know what? What? I have something to say. What? I saw the JQ threads, cross gear by Yoko for the first time in action today.
0: Oh, yeah. They look sweet. Oh, sweet, yeah. sweet, sweet. Don't That's forget great. to go to JQ Threads, everybody, um, and uh, get some cool clothes. Joseph, when are you going to make them in my size?
1: I don't know. We need some tent fabric and stuff. So, <laughs> well, send me, in, send me a hat.
0: Send me a hat with my my e buggy and my nitro buggy, please.
1: That's going f- straight from China, but I can send you something. All
0: right, check out JQ Threads, everybody. Remember, uh, buying and th- buying stuff from JQ Threads not only. Uh, supports jq threads but it supports other people's dreams so exactly it provides opportunity for people all right so lefty out have a good weekend everybody